All right. And we are live. The last word with Lord Cognito, Ebontis, Ty Guy Travis, fresh on that Thursday evening campfire. Good to be back at the campfire. E, how we doing, man? What's going on with you? Doing good. Um, yeah. yeah, got some nice news in the TWAB this week. Been playing a little Iron Banner. Uh, Bungie made a nice move in Guardian Games that was good to see. Uh, jumped into the first hour of Tunic, which was cool. Um, I have no idea how long that game is. In the first hour, I rang one bell. If you know what that means, you may know. But I was like, so far, it was like, I played Elden Ring. It was like, like 113 hours, put a pin in that. And I was like, all right, I need a couple small palate cleansers. I have a few of in mind. And that was the first one I jumped into, like just the industry in one night. Uh, and it was nice. Uh, that fox is ridiculously adorable and cute. And I can see where there's, but the, the combat definitely is going to be, I'm going to see probably a couple challenging moments. There's going to be a boss or two that'll probably annoy me. Nothing like Melania or anything, but should be fun. But overall, just been kind of jamming in the last couple weeks of the season as we cannot wait for what's coming soon. And they are holding it all close to their chest, but we'll get to that. So what about you, Travis? What have you been up to, man? Reviewing all the worst games that are made. <laughs> How dare you, sir? Um, yeah, I'm actually, I'm reviewing uh, Evil Dead, the game right now. I think I mentioned that last week. Maybe I didn't. Uh, but yeah, that's the one I'm working on now. Uh, should have that up uh, end of next week, I'm hoping. I would I'd like to. We got code super late, which is sometimes not a good sign, but it is an online multiplayer game. So it's like if I had to get my guess for a rating on that and I'm just going to throw it out into the universe, I'm going to guess. Have a you six. seen gameplay of it or are you just. No, I have not. Guessing? I'm just going to guess okay. a six. That's all I'm going to guess. We'll see. Hmm. Just because yeah, it's, it's an those, isometric uh, multiplayer and I have little faith in those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. No comment. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to NDA and embargoes. Oh, when's that? Tomorrow. I guess the embargo yes. must be soon. Mm-hmm. The embargo will be soon. So uh, <laughs> he's saying zero out of ten just because I'm reviewing it. Thanks, G Man. I mean, um, it's that's a, it's a two to three, two point five out of ten. That's what it's going to be. So yeah, yeah. I uh, had a meeting with Mitchell Saltzman. I was in a meeting with him a couple days ago, and. Uh, I pointed out that in that last month, he reviewed one game that was equal in score to three of the games I reviewed <laughs> that month. Wow. Oh, he just did like, uh, Salt and Sacrifice, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He gets all the good yeah. ones. Um, yeah. Rogue Legacy 2 as well, another game I'm really oh, enjoying. Oh, that I do want to try. It. That's kind of on my list to give an attempt to. Super fun. Super fun. Uh, a little grindy, but yeah, I'm playing that yeah. when I have time. And uh, obviously playing Destiny. Got all my Iron Banner stuff done. Uh, I'm, I I guess the, the Guardian Games quest isn't really mandatory since it just skips you forward five steps if you don't complete the ones from the previous week because really? I didn't do really any Guardian Games last week and I opened yeah, it this it's week it's on a weekly like, basis. Step six and I was like Okay, so I'll just, I was wait for this. Yeah, the medallion thing is like weekly based, and the score is weekly based. So, like, if whatever happened last week, you were going to get bumped to week two, no matter what. Yeah, so not really feeling Guardian games this year. Kind of feels like there's not a lot to do, but I did enjoy Iron Banner. Played a lot of Crucible. Um, mm-hmm. so, What's the loadouts looking yeah. like? What you what you, what you shooting out there? What you, what's the loadouts? Um, Come on. You I'm can using... probably guess one of mine. Oh What's yeah, yours? you you bringing it back to the old dad bots? You know, Insidious out there. Insidious, Insidious is I in there. It. I uh, the only issue is I've actually been trying to mess around with the title just to use okay. it since we got okay. it. That gun feels better than the numbers show. I will say I've actually been getting some decent work in on it. Finally got a couple good rolls, and then mm-hmm. paired with that, I've been running yeah, what you Peace of Mind, 
up on the top. Ooh. Or honestly, I'm still jamming on my syncopation that I've been using since like day one in Witch Queen. I like my syncopation. Mm. So okay. pulses, of course. Yeah. But actually yeah. kind of getting around with like sidearms. Submachine okay. guns. Sidearms okay. are kind of meta right now. They're they're really damn good. Um shotguns a little bit, fusion rifles are kind of OP. I'm trying to stay away from those because they feel yeah. cheesy. Um <laughs> but I've actually just been challenging myself to go get through all my red weapons. I have a bunch of red frames, and so I've just Good been man. going in a crucible with like three Good red man. frames. Random loadouts. I can win. <laughs> yeah, yeah get random, the random get loadouts. See if you can make it make it work. That's and, not uh, a bad way to mix it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. like every every three matches, you get all your all three mm-hmm. of the frames done. Yep. You know, even if you're not getting heavy kills because you get progress just for completing matches uh, on your mm-hmm. heavy weapons. So it's a pretty good way to do things. So I actually managed to get through, I think all of them after playing mm-hmm. like a bunch on, on Tuesday. So, uh, mm-hmm. that was pretty cool, but yeah, I'm done with the iron banner quest line and all that. So I'm probably gonna, um, I don't know, I guess take a break for a couple of weeks, wait mm-hmm. for the new season. Just to wait, come out, yeah. So. Wait, wait for Monday or Tuesday. And then obviously it's new central. So we'll be there for sure. Yeah. Cog, what about you? Do you find it's time busy, for how's today been? It's been the same for me. <laughs> Honestly, it's not been much destiny at all, sadly. But um, yeah, it's just been so much going on with news, and obviously, we know what broke today is reference to Xbox and Starfield and Redfall. So I had to double up on Duke. And yeah, the I gotta watch. One. That better be up like tomorrow. I gotta watch. It's been it's processing, so we got it done. We'll have some fresh opinions. Of raw uh, reactions uh, to the news, so it'll be good to did do. Did you right guys there. record that reaction before he did his reaction solo? Yes. Okay, so yours is even a hotter take than yeah, his. Because that I, I, saw. I woke him up with the news. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, that boy needs to, to get up. When's he sleep till the afternoon? Oh, he's 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 a vamp. He's a vampire. <laughs> he's like he's like how I used to be. Yeah. So um, yeah, I've been doing that. I can't talk about one game that I'm playing. Oh. But the other thing is, I because of that game, I took me away from. Trek to Yomi, which I'm like very early in, but I was really getting into it. Shout out to Travis's review. I want to shout you out, man. That was excellent, excellent review. I watched your, the video one. I really enjoyed it. Gave me a nice feel of that. So that's that. But um, look, we've been rambling long enough. Indeed. We got a we got a special guest here. Exactly. Waiting patiently. You know what I mean? We got to bring so him in a little bit. Let's officially start the podcast now. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Welcome to the Last Word, episode number one ninety seven. The this week the hype for season of the redacted still redacted by the way got a bit louder and our first new map in years is coming to Destiny Two and a new game mode but not too much of that but we'll get to that in a minute more changes are coming to PvP next season and man do we have the right guest to talk about all things Crucible our guest tonight is one of true focus while he may not have played that many different games he does like to go full send on the ones that he does. From RTS, MMORPGs, and now Destiny, each one of those games has tons of systems, optimizations, builds, and playstyles to learn. That's what makes our guest so good at what he does. He can take a complicated game like Destiny 2 and make a guide that will help you with some of the simplest yet most important things that can help you be a better player in every facet of the game. Outside of having some epic tier lists and true mythbuster prowess, if you don't learn something after watching one of his playstyle guides, you really were not paying attention. So, let's welcome a man who never likes to take his eye off the target, and God forbid his eye is on you, because you're going to be dead. Someone who understands the psyche of each Guardian all too well, and someone Mm -hmm. you know has so many Crucible medals that they truly had need to invent more before he gets any new ones. 
a leader at Team Synergy, recently passed 100,000 subs on his YouTube channel, full-time mm. content creator and man of true focus. Just check his advanced GG collection. The one, the only, Shadow. How you doing, man? Wow, nice intro. Thank you so much. It's good to be here, dude. Thank you. We are happy to have you, man. Shadow in the campfire, man. We got to get into it, man. Like, for, I know we're going to get the Destiny stuff, but I got to get the history stuff. So not too many games, but... I noticed RTS, which I thought was interesting. Like, what kind of gravitated towards you towards those type of games? And also, any any turn base or just strictly RTS? Um, I I think I played a little bit of Civilization, which was turn based, um, but mostly RTS. And I guess I just kind of got into them because my dad was when I was really uh, little, and he kind of introduced me to them. So that that was kind of where I got my start in gaming, I guess you could say. And I, I played those for a few years, and eventually nice. moved on to other games, but. Yeah, that's, so that's kind of where I started out. So was it Age was the hook, like Age Empires? Yeah, I think that was probably the first one that I got into. Got it, got it, got that's it. That's a classic. Nice. Was it Was it 3 that you played? Because I played Age yeah. of Empires 2 growing up a ton. So I, I played, I played 3. I'd, I've never played 2, actually, even though I know that one is rather popular among the hardcore Age of Empires fans. So It was just when <laughs> I got into it. Same thing. It's like it's probably just what was out when you got into them, for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And then um, I, I'm just I'm just want one question, E, before I give it back to you. And then transition. This is unique now. The Wow, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I gotta ask the Wow because the Wow community is very distinct. That that's a community. So it's like, how did that start before all the Destiny stuff too? Um, I I think a few of my friends played it in school, and we would play it together and do like raids and stuff. Um, and then eventually I just got really into Wow and like became like a competitive raider so <laughs> that was pretty fun i, I was i don't know i i don't remember exactly but I, I think i placed pretty highly in a few like competitions and stuff so Ooh. that was fun um but i, I guess I, I don't know i was still a fairly casual gamer at that point but that was probably the first game that i was the most invested into what expansions were you i guess part of because it's been going on for way too long now so I think I got into it towards the beginning of Mists of Pandaria, and then I played WAD, and uh, I quit during the beginning of Legion, I believe. Okay. So some of the more recent ones. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Was not an OG player from back in the day, but... Uh, no, yeah. that just probably makes us tell our age and we're old, so that's all that really means. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. I also didn't play games as a like a really little kid. Well, yeah, it um, didn't sound I, like it. Really? I was, yeah, I was I was fairly like restricted when it comes to technology when I was really young, so I didn't really get into these things until oh, I was in like Amish. middle school. Nice. <laughs> no, but <laughs> it felt like it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I it was I didn't really get into anything until like middle school, high school, um, and yeah. So now I'm I've, I've graduated high school a few years ago, just for context. Oh no. Oh, you hella oh young. Oh, so he a baby, baby. <laughs> you, just, you just got your first beverage? Are we that age? Sure. Oh, we I'm legal? 21, so yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Yo, but after you got the card, you at the door, sir. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> that baby face is working real hard on him right now. So. Get out! 21 and you're not on camera, man. Come on. You got the most less, the least wrinkly face in the group and you're hiding. Yeah, how do you, let, how do you let all of these <laughs> mugs show up you? Come on. What are we, what are we doing? 
Listen, he <laughs> keeping it to his namesake, Shadow. I'm religious, so true. I can relate. Yeah, true. Keeping it low. Uh, you know what he should have done? He should have done the uh, the black outline with the monster's yeah. voice, like yeah. a, a light <laughs> behind him, so it's just yeah. the silhouette. <laughs> <laughs> Tell That's us what happened. Like face yeah. face reveal. Psych. Nope, it's just a silhouette. <laughs> yeah, so, silhouette reveal. This is this is the shape room. of my body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in one of my know, videos i i showed a video of my hands on the controller to like sh- like reference something and hands. people are like oh my gosh shadow hands reveal hands confirmed <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, no, that's no, like one of those no. random things especially when you've got as far as you are uh i did mine on when i got to do a cool guest spot but it was more it gets to be a point where you go long enough and you're like, do I ever show it? Or is there a point in doing right. it? Or then it's like when yeah, I do it, it's not it's never going to be like good enough. But yeah, it's I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of weird. I I've just I just don't have a camera and I, I don't want to use like my really crappy like laptop webcam or anything like that. So, I mean, I think I'm probably just going to investigate like a nice camera eventually. But yeah, um, I, I just haven't really had a reason to just because the type of content doesn't that I make doesn't necessitate having a camera and I don't stream all that often. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, that could always change in the future. No doubt. No doubt. So you're coming from wow. You got all, you know, kind of casually into it. In this destiny thing, how did this <laughs> yeah, thing start I have, for you, sir? I have a really funny story about this, actually. So okay. I, I was actually just talking to one of my friends that I've known since I was like four. And he and another one of my friends went in to buy me Destiny 1 as a birthday present in 2014. And I, at the time, I was just like, I wasn't really into that into it because I was still playing WoW. But then a few years later, I actually got into destiny and have been playing ever since so it's actually wild to me because like if that never if that didn't happen if they didn't give that to me as a birthday present i probably never would have gotten into this game and yeah it's literally it's literally kind of crazy to think about because i mean it has become my job at this point so crazy 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 and uh hunter main yeah hey he balances out the puck (laughs) i will say like yes two titans one warlock but like, I'm glad to have a hunter on the podcast for balance. Sometimes we need you guys in here, even yeah, though sure. we can't keep your feet on the floor. So, yeah. Speaking of balance, <laughs> I mean, as you were just saying, I mean, in... I couldn't, I couldn't be a shadow and not be in the Invis Hunter. So, it's yeah. fair enough. Good job. Also, Shadow is your name because you're currently living in the Warlock and Titan Shadow in Gorlock oh! Guardian Games. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh. Burns. <laughs> early. <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, that's totally fine with me. You can you can shoot the Warlocks and the Titans while I sit behind them and snipe you. It's fine with me. Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay. Cannon fodder and the and you'd be like, I'll just watch and I'll wait till mm. they're in in my sniper scope. I'll, I'll uh, hide behind the beefy titan. It sounds like a good game plan, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's not surface area. Yeah, I was gonna say those, those shoulder pads are about a building wide, so you got some room back there to move around. No uh, doubt. What is? Oh, okay, get it. No, go ahead. You're good. No, I was just gonna say one of the videos I really appreciate that you made is um kind of like the different stages of a Destiny yes. player, and oh, it's yeah. so. <laughs> hilarious it is that like that wonder phase and they're just getting into it and then you see the advancement of it and it's just like i think the funny thing is when you the try hard phase, <laughs> that was hilarious like tell me like the construction of that video and was it all based off of personal experience or observation of like friends and different players that get into the game 
Oh, it was a combination of everything. I try to do a lot of research for every video I make, and this one was no exception. So it was it was some personal experience, some asking friends, some asking like my community, my Discord server, and people like that, just to try to get as many wide opinions as I can. Because I, I ultimately for that video, I wanted to create something that was accurate for the largest number of people possible. I mean, obviously, not every single Destiny player. Uh, can be fit into the 10 stages of progression in the video but I wanted to just make like a really entertaining and typical and like relatable 10 stages so love it I, I just kind of researched everything and used my own personal experience with the game and my friends and yeah Bro, everybody I mean my personal, go oh, ahead I'm sorry one last yeah I know I'm interrupted <laughs> the, my personal is the return because they talk all oh, that, yeah. and then they come right back, and then you say, "Yup, there's new content, <laughs> new expansion, new marketing <laughs> trailer, new missions, and all that go out the window." So I was like, "Yeah, that is accurate," because I know those dudes. Oh. Sorry, again, I had to give him <laughs> no, props no, on no. the return. And those like the one for me, specifically on the hunter one that you did like that. The stages of being a hunter, number three is too amazing. You're like, "Oh, I've learned how to dodge. Load into the game, <laughs> dodge, shoot my gun, dodge. Oh, there's an enemy, dodge." <laughs> I was like, dodge is just ingrained into the hunter brain. You yeah. can't not dodge. Cool down is up dodge. Why? Just to dodge. <laughs> no, it was like that was just the way all the different little examples was it was it's it's a really cool way that you'll like make fun of something like that, but everybody's like, yep, a hundred percent accurate. I, I I feel like I've been called out, but I can't say he's wrong. So no, for me is um one of the cool things that I like what you've done is like one of the ones that really I think caught my eye a while ago, it just took a while to get you on, is the 4060 rule. And then just some mm. of those things to help you in PvP is like it's the idea of changing the way you think about a game and changing the way you think about your engagements, changing the way you look at the environment, changing your placement, and all those little things that you as a high level PvP player obviously know. And when you hear like a high skill people talk, you're like, yeah, these guys know exactly what they're doing. But it's just the way you can phrase something to make somebody realize, be like, 40% cover, 60%, you know, environment with somebody in front of you. Like, that's something somebody can wrap their head around. And I really like the way that you did that. So it was like when you were going through, like, your top 10 things to improve your KD, um, as Travis, I'll beat you to at this time. We have a long-running segment on air here <laughs> where, um, <laughs> where certain content creators will help me specifically, since I am the <laughs> PvP schlub. Try and get a little better at the game. So I know I've seen those couple. So if I've seen those two, if I've seen the 4060 and I've seen, you know, some of those things to improve your KD. What is one of those like a little more nuanced things that you would say is still universally applicable that's going to help somebody improve their crucible performance? Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I guess probably positioning. I guess it is related to the 4060 rule, but not necessarily the same thing. Um, I think like the the number one thing that people look over is positioning relative to teammates positioning relative to cover and positioning relative to the opponent's spawn um because a lot of people will play really aggressively near the spawn and no matter how many enemies you kill they're just gonna spawn right back up if you're in 6v6 right so if you're playing up towards the spawn you're kind of screwing yourself um so if you play closer to your teammates and closer to cover it just in it just exponentially increases your chances of surviving um, and just being able to get more kills. So I don't know. I, I, I think people talk about movement a lot. They say like, you know, there's the movement skill gap. And I, I don't know. Personally, I consider positioning to be a part of the movement skill gap. But I feel like people associate movement with like, oh, the hunter jumps, you know, in the air or, you know, you slide a lot. But I don't know. To, to me, um, 
a big part of movement is where you choose to position yourself relative to cover teammates in the spawn. That makes sense. Um, so I would say when it comes to positioning, how much is, would you compare, say, like, map knowledge? Like, okay, this ought to be interesting. Rank the importance of, like, these things. Okay. Understanding map lanes, like, understanding, mm -hmm. a map, like, map knowledge, teammates, yeah. and radar knowledge. Where's mm. your importance on those three? I, I guess it depends on the game mode. Um because I, I don't know i i think radar has probably got to be the top one just because the radar is so powerful in this game um teammates is a close second map knowledge probably last um i, I think like it, you could put me on the brand new pvp map and i know nothing about it and i'd probably still play fine um so i i mean i think having a, a knowledge of like like basic like how cover works in in the map and like knowing what a common lane is in the map i guess that stuff's important but um not anywhere as close to as important as teammates and radar I mean, in my opinion you say that shadow but who knows you you may just uh have recency bias because you don't know what it's like to have a new crucible map you know you <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a good point <laughs> you've been living so long that you you don't even remember what it was like where that was an obstacle to have to remember yeah. a new map yeah so it's, it's true i i do remember playing the new maps but i don't know i, I feel you like you weren't even I, legally an adult the last time oh. came out with a new map. <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 uh, even even with that i mean i feel like after a few games i get like a basic knowledge of how the map works yeah. um and then beyond that I, there's just like small optimizations of like oh this is a good this is good cover or oh this cover sucks because you know i can just get surrounded or something but i mean beyond that i feel like map knowledge is fairly fundamental you know no. all right so that's that's the tip look at your radar everybody it's important there you go gives you a lot of information yeah it's ridiculously powerful like segment <laughs> Let, let's help Ebontis. And you know yes. I've succeeded at establishing the segment when I no longer have to introduce it or force it. <laughs> when you, uh, when you embrace it himself. Yeah. When you when you learn to embrace it, it's it's time. Yeah. I mean, okay, to to be clear, I think the radar is extremely important just because it's extremely powerful, but I feel like it's also like fairly intuitive. Like you, you just look at the radar. Um, I'd say that positioning is a bit more nuanced. Yeah. I like mm -hmm. and your teammates, so um when when you ask the the ranking of the importance um i would put radar above teammates but that's but like if you think about like the complexity and like the skill level then i would probably put like playing together with your teammates above that yeah especially in you know trials for example that's one thing for me i've played since freelance trials started i've played more trials than i probably ever have now granted it's a mixed experience because i'll go mm -hmm. into trials with against three stacks which is still painful which i hope um, we'll get to a question here in a second, but freelance is one of those. There is rare benefit to like going off to flank when you are in freelance, but man, when you try and stick together and then you're like, okay, everybody's together. And the dude peels off to the other side. That is extremely oh, frustrating, <laughs> even on my like low level. So I can only imagine positioning at the high level, especially if you're going threes, like, yeah, it's going to make a huge difference. Yeah, it's it's so interesting to me how positioning and movement and teammate coordination changes so much, like six v six relative to three v three. Because like especially towards the beginning of Destiny two and in Destiny one, I was much more into six v six than I was into threes um, and trials. So like I I kind of got my foundation in Crucible from six v six, and then transitioning to three v three, I kind yeah. of had to learn 
a lot more about coordination because when you're just playing with blueberries, it's it's a bit different. You just kind of have to, you know, generally be near them so that they can support you and you can support them. I mean, it's it's much more basic than coming up with like a coordinated 3v3 strategy. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to um, ask you specifically because we don't get hunters on a lot. So <laughs> what I wanted to ask you specifically was kind of like two things. One, with the recent TWAB with a lot of the aerial kind of say nerfing, but you're going to have to spec out into yeah. it, right? You got, If you mm-hmm. want to play an aerial style and, and accuracy and, and everything that comes with it, you know, you're going to have to spec. So one, as a hunter, how does that affect your game? And then two, have a good friend of mine who's very high in my clan. He's a hunter main and man, that's he You gotta call complain. out my name. You can't be this Shout fake. out to Sinister. Sinister, you're here. Okay, um, yeah, Sinister, he complains a lot about, and he, this is the source of his frustration that, you know, Bungie always finds a way to take the fun out away from the hunters, especially in PvP, that, you know, that they're quick to nerf the hunters and the Titan is is kind of, and the Warlocks are kind of lesser there. They, 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 if they have an exploit running in PvP, like, it, it kind of glass a little longer. This, he, he firmly believes it. He feels like Bungie hates hunters. I'm just going to put it out there. are examples of all of those. <laughs> right. There are examples I, of every class being nerfed. Like, Warlocks of Stasis were done in, like, five days. I mean, that melee was shot to hell. Uh, but, I mean, you've got Titans, things that Lorely was killed in, I think, three seconds, but then One-Eyed mm-hmm. Mask lived for a while. So you've got examples of all of them. I, it's I so just funny. Wanna, I just want to I want to speak for the Hunter community here. Again, <laughs> he's not here to speak for himself, so I have to be his <laughs> spokesman. So as a fellow Hunter, one, airborne stuff, you're affecting, affecting your gameplay. What's your thoughts? And then two, do you think Bungie's a little hard on your class? Okay, number one, airborne. Um, I, it really depends on my loadout. Sometimes, like if I use like a pulse rifle and a sniper, I'm not jumping very much. Um, if I use a hand cannon and a, a sniper, I'm probably going to be jumping a lot more. Those are probably my top two loadouts that I use. So if I'm going to be using a hand cannon, I might spec a bit more into in-air stuff. Um, if I'm just using a pulse rifle, then probably not as much. Um, I am not. I am a hunter, but I, I am a hunter main. I almost exclusively play hunter, but I'm not the typical hunter that flies like headfirst at Mach 10, 24 um, seven. <laughs> so I I do have a bit more of a back of the map sniper play style. Um, so have you seen? Him I, snipe? I won't say that I won't be. I I, I don't think that the inner thing is going to affect me too much overall. Um, but I am really interested to try out some builds with it. Um, and then number two, does Bungie hate hunters? I I think I've mentioned this in my uh, it's the TED stages of, of the hunter that uh, mm-hmm. one of the stages they, they think that Bungie hates the hunters. And I, I really do not think that is the case whatsoever. Um, <laughs> I, I think that all the classes think that like I especially on Twitter, like I feel like every day I see a yeah. tweet of someone thinking that Bungie hates their class. But <laughs> I, re- I really do not think that's the case at all. Okay, okay. No, I, I had to go straight to the source. I mean, this is some of the, the conversations I hear from fellow hunters. And they just, you know, they always come to me like, oh, you know, the minute we have something that's, you know, advantageous, whether it be Shatter Dive or, you know, whatever, Bro, it's like. Shatter Dive quick. got to live. Shatter Dive Plenty was 13 long. months, dude. Like, but Shatter the, Dive was the, the, their the most. argument is like, OP that's one of ability. the few times, right, that they get a chance to rock out where, you know, they say the other class, whether Titan Warlock, you know, we running around with. Handheld supernova and extra log and tanks run around with what yeah, I was gonna mask, say. Yeah, in chat, Odyssey said Stompies has been good to go for about five years. So <laughs> yeah. that's that's what I actually wanted to ask you about. Is everybody felt like you know every hunter got you know shot in the kneecaps when 
Stompies are getting this inner accuracy penalty. Do you, and I mm -hmm. wanted to ask you because you had things like Ophidian Aspects, which are really good for neutral game for Warlocks, which are very popular. That actually got like a plus 10 as opposed to a minus. Like it was the one exotic. What? Okay, can you pocket you stat watch and continue? <laughs> stat watch my warlocks, but continue. I saw what Yeah, you did I know the warlocks. That's why everybody thought Ophidians were gonna get hit too, but they weren't. And that's one thing I was curious. Do you feel with regard, do you feel like Stompies got very targeted for a reason? And do you think what was done to them was fair or unfair? I'm curious. Being a hunter. I think um okay so i gotta preface this all with i don't use stompies very much i'm a Ooh. dragon shadow main oh, um okay, okay, okay. and with that in mind i think that stompies were targeted just because they've been the go-to exotic literally since they came out um i mean with a small exception for like worm husk or i don't know some other random metas Ooh, like renewal dude. renewal oh. grasp i guess yeah, more oh, recently there's been a few again. ones yeah, that still works. um but but yeah, I think I think it makes sense that they were targeted, and I think it's relatively fair the changes that were given. I th I think I'm reserving more judgment until we get to test it out. Um, but I think I think there was a bit of an overreaction from Stomp Stompy mains. So, because okay. um, the thing is, is that even with that inaccuracy penalty, even if you have a zero inaccuracy stat or, or your effectiveness, I guess is the term we should be using. But yeah. um, mm -hmm. your accuracy will still be better than it is right now with Icarus. So. Right um it's just that it's the aim assist so <laughs> if you if you see someone complaining like oh they they, they butchered my stompies it's like they, they showed well, your it's true really skill just an, I think, is it? It, yeah oh. it's it's a it's a skill <laughs> thing it's an aim thing if you have 10 point <laughs> no, accuracy that's, that's the, the, the nerf best doesn't part. affect you no that was <laughs> literally the best it part. doesn't affect you yeah it's like i didn't put it all together and then i gathered enough information from like more of like looking at the community and it was the idea that all of a sudden if you're accurate in the air you're still going to, you're going to almost be there. They took away the accuracy penalty in the air. They just took away the aim assist. So if you are a good shot in the air, theoretically, you almost could be better. If you need the mm -hmm. aim assist yep. help in the air, you're about to get called out really, really badly. And I think that's actually, people are just going to be like, oh, it's terrible. It's like, no, you apparently have to work on yourself. And I thought, I'm the just waiting <laughs> for the realization to start next season. It's going to be really the, the funniest thing is, is that accuracy actually went up. So if you are pinpoint accurate in the air, you will literally have gotten a buff <laughs> uh, as opposed to what it is right now. So With, with skill. Yeah, yeah, with combined skill. with the skill not, level not, of not said aim player. assist and bullet magnetism and curving and all that. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you're not gonna get the help in the air. So if you want to be, you want to do that type of stuff, a little four on the floor type thing. But no, it's that's one of those four. I mean, warlocks, you guys over there, you need one exotic, and you're just gonna be wings of sacred dawn. You're just gonna be hell hellscape like hanging out in the air if you guys go solar floating yeah. and all that stuff. Just I I'm, love I'm, it terrified if i don't need shadows sniping abilities on a floating warlock when he's better more Ooh. accurate and now is almost more aim assist in the air that's terrifying <laughs> i love it i mean I, I just like the there's a part of me that loves the specking into aspect and having to now give value to an exotic like that because first of all as a warlock being that is a beautiful exotic it's the number, i'll mean, give you it's it's up oh, there for look not the best yeah not the best is a recent it, release but yeah, uh, Phoenix Protocol right now. The, the ornament? The, the ornament. The ornament, Ooh, yeah. The bird man with the, with the feathers? 
Oh, I got like my chinchilla. All right. Oh, I love that one. But anyway, <laughs> but the, yeah, that Sacred Dawn was when D2 launched. I was like, man, that's majestic looking. But yeah, it, it's going to be cool to, to kind of, but I'm glad, uh, shout out to you, Shadow, for uh, kind of answering as far as the play style and, 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 and how they uh, attacked the whole airborne stuff and leaned into it. So I, I see where you're coming from. I see yeah. where you're coming from. The other one I wanted to ask you about is Flinch, especially as mm. a sniper, because- mm -hmm. This is one, do you see yourself building into this more? Because resilience, per se, for a hunter is probably the last stat that you normally care about up to mm -hmm. a certain <laughs> level of being shot. So is this is this going to cause you to, like, actually change anything? Like, maybe look for some alternate builds or, like, armor spec loadouts type thing? Or is it anything that you're not as concerned about? So I think I am going to, like, care about flinch in terms of the perks, uh, but in terms of resilience, not that much. Because, um, I mean, the difference between, like, tier 2, which is like what I have yeah. right now, and tier 10 is 8%, yeah, which I saw your video. isn't that much. Um, so, I mean, I think I'm going to care a little bit more than I do now about resilience, but I still don't think it's going to become, like, a a go-to stat for hunters gotcha. um titans i mean sure 100 percent, right i mean you get the barricades back and those can be really powerful um and then the flinch on top of that sure why not i mean titans can totally go for it for pvp but uh for my play style and probably for many hunters resilience is not gonna be a yeah. tier 10 type of investment that people want to make are you gonna go like unflinching double mods you probably already have half of the stuff in here right is there is there a lot that you think you're gonna need to change i guess to be more you know less flinchable type thing is there anything you need to build into that more that you haven't done yet um i guess stability mm. um since that's going to be changing the flinch with certain weapons mm. I, I it's, it's going to have to be something i experiment with but stability um is going to become more important than ever and right now i think it is actually a fairly underrated stat on weapons because people are like oh yeah i play mouse and keyboard i don't care about stability but mm -hmm. it, it matters a lot and especially with the flinch changes it's going to matter even more yes um so i think it, my 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 prioritization of stability might uh, increase a bit uh and then I, I already use unflinching mods but um that'll just become another part of my build speaking of which i wanted to ask you about um i love talking to pvp babe hey. <laughs> oh <laughs> I gotta get I, you guys I, in here every so often, and then these two just love to go nuts. Love it, man. Like, I wanted to ask you about we weapon archetypes coming into next season, and like, what are the what are the weapons or loadouts that you're kind of most excited to test out? That maybe you stashed in the vault, or just some exotics, or anything that you're looking forward to going into the Crucible, based on what you know is about to happen to a lot of different archetypes. Uh, I'm really interested in snipers. I mean, I'm I'm man snipers, but this is the largest sniper change we've probably ever seen in Destiny 2. So I'm really interested to see how that pans out uh, in regards to the flinch, in regards to the handling, in regards to the aimed on sights and snapshot changes. Um, so I'm really interested to try those out. I, I made a sniper tier list about a year ago, and I'm probably going to remake that one pretty soon yeah. with, uh, with all of the new snipers that have come out since then, and also with all the new changes. So I'm really I'm really excited to try that out. I think. I don't know. I think generally speaking, it wouldn't change that much. Like a lot of the good snipers that are good right now will mm -hmm. still be good. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm I'm still really interested to try out some of the ones that I haven't tried in a while and okay. work with all the new systems that are coming out with regards to that. Um, nice. SMGs I'm also really excited about. Mm -hmm. I think those with the changes to the zoom and the range, those can be though? really good. Oh, I don't know. I I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. I, I think I, I try to like do a lot of testing when the new stuff comes out and find what I like. But 
Um, 900, 750, 600, where, where you at with it? Which one you going to go to mm, first? I, I don't know. I, I like 900s. Um, mm. I, feel like, I feel like they really do what SMGs are meant to do, which is like they melt really good in close range. And especially if you get Kill Clip going, they're just fantastic. Um, I feel like stuff like Shira's is kind of more like an auto rifle in a way that like it, it has more range but yeah. it i don't know i i like i like the 900s for their ability in really close range mm-hmm. that's what's for well fun was a nine or a six i'm bugging forgetting uh, now i'd have to look i feel like it's in between give me a sec yeah quickly just so do you curious. like uh speaking of 900s do you like the new it's a yeah it's a 900 yeah it's a nine i felt i was like oh fun well uh, do you like the raid machine gun or smg submission do you like it or not yeah i think i think it's pretty good right now and i think it's only going to become better with the new changes so i'm interested to try it out again um i haven't i don't have one on my account so i haven't given it too much playtime. i've tried it on others accounts but um yeah i don't i don't have a super firm opinion on it i think right now it's not that great just because of the way that the zoom works but i think it's going to become much more viable next season nice welcome back Thanks. No, no, I don't, don't know yeah. what I missed. No, oh, we're just we're literally just picking his brain on PvP for because all the sandbox stuff in the last couple months. Asking about airborne accuracy. Ask, yeah, it was we, like so. It's like, is there any PvP sandbox questions? Because we got you know Crucible Brain in here and Crucible Fan yourself. I figure you got some questions of curiosities of what's coming. Um, we uh, roasted Stompy Hunters. We did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he went in. Oh, yeah, we did that. I mean, great. Yeah, no, I'm sad I missed that. I think that's my main uh, piece of feedback. Um, what do you hope that they accomplish with solar, assuming that the rumors are true about solar being next season? Hmm. Um, I, I hope that they keep like the main things that make it uh, attractive right now um, and then also just bump up the customization. I think with the with all of the 3.0 changes, the biggest part for me is the customization with the fragments and the aspects. Um, kind of reminiscent of Destiny One system, where you had those huge things that you could all select. You know, um, I, I felt like we've we've been really like boxed into corners recently Ugh. in Destiny Two with the, the the trees. Like you had to select one, and then the you don't get to customize anything. Mm. It's like no, nobody's gonna like customize their jump. Like I mean, I feel mm-hmm. like everyone in PvP uses strafe jump anyway. So, um, like I I love the customization options that are coming, and then uh, I just I, I like the. Um, I like when they do changes that are impactful, but not like broken. I think uh, I think Void 3.0 was a little bit overdone. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I hope the changes for Solar and Arc or whatever comes next is uh, they're they're interesting and they add customization, but they don't make it OP. Uh, and specifically for Solar, I I hope that burns aren't ridiculously OP because what well, I, I don't know. I, you don't want the tick what, tick tick. <laughs> what, what I've noticed, what I've noticed a pattern in, in PvP is that people despise any time where they can see that they're going to die and they can't do anything about anything it. Anything about it. Yeah. yeah so, like, right. stasis, people his... hated it yeah. because they got frozen and they're like, well, shit, there's nothing I could do. And so I feel like it, there could be a similar effect with a burn. If it's like you get hit by a burn and you're going to live for like three seconds, but then you're going to die. I feel like people would totally hate that. So I hope there's not a thing where it's like you die to a burn every life. That, that would be awful. So, well, yeah, I, I think there's more counters to damage over time now. Uh, like I've seen I was using um, uh, Le Monarch uh, last night in, in uh, Iron Banner and uh, because you're, you're one of those guys. 
Yeah, well, actually, it's because I got the catalyst and I uh-huh. had to complete the catalyst. So it's like, all right, well, <laughs> might as well do it while I'm grinding Iron Banner. Um, but yeah, I, I saw like Warlock, uh, Warlock using the rift to survive it. Even saw some Titans throwing down their barricade, barricade. to get the overshield to help burn it off. And hunters have probably the fewest options, but they've got that helmet that yeah, warm them when they yeah. dodge and stuff. So they've, mm-hmm. um, there's a few options, but I, I wonder if maybe, you know, part of the, the solar, uh, kind of framework has been that heal is a thing. So maybe, there, maybe solar has its own counter to kind of damage over time. I think that'd be interesting, but also to your point about void being overpowered, I 100% agree. It basically broke crucible for like a month, but also I wonder if the reason it felt overpowered is because the other light subclasses were not a 3.0 version. And so maybe with solar and void, it'll be less of a thing. Nobody's going to be using arc. Arc's going to be, poor, poor arc's arc. going to yeah. be crying arc. in a closet for like three months, man. Yeah. yeah. Gotta, See, that's, that's the one that has me very curious because me too. for me personally, as a Titan, Ooh. especially what you can do with barricades now, as it's my class ability, so far it's just been a wall. Well, now the wall can give me an overshield, and I'm going, Can are, are they going to do anything else cool with barricades for solar and arc? And I honestly wonder if they will do anything, or if it's just going to be the boring barricade, and maybe it's other stuff. The customization's cool and all, but it's like making the class ability a little bit better. Then we've got volatile, we've got those types of things. You know, our grenades, like, is there going to be an aspect where your grenade adds burn damage? So now if you get hit by any solar grenade, here comes that tick, tick, tick on everything. (laughs) But then on the other side, like, you know, if you get, you know, as you guys have said, if you get certain kills, maybe there's a healing aspect as well to counter it as I'm I'm very curious because Void, while most of everything stayed, I think there were a couple things that were lost in transition. Um I would say generally, like everything generally about Void, most overall is better that we have flexibility of. And I think everything felt a lot stronger. And I'm hoping we get that type of feeling out of Solar as well. For one, to counter Void. So we actually have an alternate light subclass that kind of gets there. Um, But also just to really make those subclasses kind of stand on their own. The one that I'm most curious about as a hunter is if they can make the big sledgehammer for fire matter at all again. Because... It's just the one I, mean, I Titans. 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 I don't know what I said. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. You said it. Hunter. Uh, yeah. The big sledgehammer for Titans. If they can make that the thing burning good. Mall. Yeah. Burning mall. If they can make that good, I will be very surprised. If nothing else, I'm going to have a little throwing hammer to go with my big throwing hammers when I customize. So that I'm looking forward to. But my theory yeah, is the, am... uh, the Titan barricade will will deploy like a a forward wave of fire, you know, like the grenade. I'd be down have, for that. I'd be like down for that. Shoot, shoot I bet you would. <laughs> Probably something like that, yeah. So. I, I feel like the class abilities will do something. I feel like that's been a pattern, like with with Void. Yeah. Uh, we had we like got a, a new Hunter Dodge. We got the Titan Barricade, um, and then we've also like with Stasis, like the Warlock uh, Rift Freeze thing. Freeze, like yeah. I, I feel like it's that's just like a pattern. Like it's bound to happen in some way yeah. that it affects the class ability. What would you would- like to see for the Warlock and the Hunter? What would you like to see Solar do to your class item and Arc if you have ideas there too? I don't know. I, I don't really have anything specific in mind. I feel like that's you kind of have to you know, would, design like an intrinsic bombardier, like leave a little, you know, leave a little sunspot on the ground for you. <laughs> Gosh, when you that dodge, busted. that sounds so busted. I know. <laughs> Please don't do that. But like that just I mean, I will definitely say warlocks, by the way, 
The fact that you've got an exotic that turns any weapon into an overload killing weapon That's still great. irks me that you're the only one that has like a champion weapon. And I'm just like, it's a great, I love it. Awesome, yeah, that's man. not and fair. It, that's just not fair. I mean, you have machine gun reloading. You guys have stuff that synergize with, you know, weapons. I love that. It's now great. You got like the champion killer. And I'm like, uh, we all need, yes, yes. we all need some of those. But yeah, you know, we'll honestly, to that. if it was anti barrier, it'd be perfect. <laughs> I was like, anti barrier is covered by arbalist. Honestly, right I'm, now that thing's too strong. True. So. But they about to give him a nerf. But yeah, I, I was just like, oh man, if it was anti barrier, I throw a rift down. Ooh, sign me up for every nightfall, grandmaster. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is not all jokes. It is powerful. That is that is extremely got is something filament. I forgot second filament. Second, yeah, yeah. Second filaments, yeah. Love it. I, I was gonna ask real quick. Um, I know, like, what do you? I know you, you can't think of. You were saying uh, shadow, like, what you what they could do. But like, what do you feel if Solar's next from a hunter standpoint? What do you feel is kind of a weakness that needs to be improved? Uh, Blade Barrage super sucks. Really bad. That's what my uh, man said. Is that he happy now? Okay, continue. Yeah. <laughs> that that needs to get fixed. Um, but I I think uh like with Solar three just generally I I think it should like embrace the powers of each subclass and like the the vibe that each one has. Like Gunslinger empowers your guns. Like you know if they if they make the neutral game of the Gunslinger like really build like really allow you to build into making your weapons better. I feel like people Ooh. would love that. Okay. Um. So yeah, I think just kind of embracing the power fantasy of each one while adding more customization, just generally speaking, that that would be a, a W. Um, and I, I think the trend we've fallen into with stasis and void is so far is like it comes out really hot and yeah, people, of course. like the the abilities kind of dominate for a bit. So I'm really hoping with Solar and Arc that it's it's more in line with what we had with like the 30th anniversary where weapons are the focus and abilities do not dominate the entire Crucible. So. I appreciate we'll, we'll your see. optimism, but I wouldn't like put money on red if you were doing anything like that because <laughs> the way it's been, we got to hype up the new subclass and then we got to reel yep. it back in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think it's fine to ship them a tiny bit hot. I think yeah. it's fine to ship them good. I mean, you need to ship them good, otherwise, you know, it's just boring and nobody uses it. You don't want to ship something that sucks. Um, but I I think they could, you know, be less OP than Stasis and Void were initially, and that that would be the sweet spot. I was gonna say, outside of my dodge, dodging sunspot terrifying thought process, <laughs> is there anything <laughs> you guys think? Dumb. Yeah, I was like, please, if they do that, it's already over. Is there anything you guys think they could try and buff and almost make too strong? Is there anything in Solar that you're like, you're good right here? Please don't. Do you think there's anything that's kind of on the brink of if they give it a buff or it gets like a couple aspects or something that it could go too far that you could almost see now? I'm worried about um, heal. A little bit. Just for PC. Yeah, because <laughs> I, for PvP, because I, I, yeah. I wonder if it makes the recovery stat completely obsolete. If you can just, you know, I, I gave my Titan wall pitch, which I know there's an exotic for it already, but um, if it, if like deploying your Titan barricade uh, instantly started healing you, then you know, most of the time you get into an encounter. Do you really need? That's just the warlock and, rift. So, yeah, it's the warlock rift already. I don't know what they would do for warlocks, but I'm I'm a little worried about the how heal plays into things. Um, yeah. I don't know. I guess I guess we'll I see. But that's one thing I'm worried. It's kind of the same worry I had about overshields. So yeah, I think you have a good point. I mean, any anything that incentivizes in PvP, anything that incentivizes a player to just sit there and do nothing sucks. 
Um, yeah. So yeah. if it's like, yeah, oh, I'm sitting here and I'm healing and you can't kill me, you know, like I feel like barricades and rifts, are, they're cool and all, but they also really slow down the pace of the game, which kind of sucks. Um, so I think that if if any of those become OP, that would be very bad. Yeah. What if they make an exotic for the new season that's kind of like perpetual motion, but for healing? So the farther and longer you run, then you get healing. Shotgunners <laughs> would be shotgunners okay. would be like <laughs> we are firing you from the sandbox team immediately. <laughs> I'm trying to think of all the worst things that we know won't happen. That way, when this stuff doesn't happen, we're happy. That's all. See, I'm making us like happy when these uh, things don't happen. They tend to listen to you. They're kidding. not going to listen to me on this stuff. Are you crazy? I would break this. Kevin Giannis mm-hmm. is over there, just like really, dude. What are you doing to me? Like he would just be really sad. <laughs> no, that would <laughs> just. I'm just. I don't know. I'm. Solar 3.0, I solar is my subclass for Titan generally. But anytime right now I go off a of void, it feels kind of painful because I know I'm missing so much potential. So I'm hoping solar feels as potent, at least, as void point a void 3.0 does right now, because I just want to have a little more flexibility. Arc just gets to sit in the corner. They're the sad kid in the corner with the dunce cap on for three more months, and that's fine. But at least solar should be fun. My hope. No, no doubt, no doubt. Well, uh, Guardian Games week two. We are into that, actually. Didn't know how much. How much has everybody on the podcast been playing Guardian Games? I am curious. How much did you guys get into competitive scoring? Anything? None. None? <laughs> yeah, basically none. <laughs> Travis yeah, is shaking me. Give me nothing. Events. No? Nah, man. Oh, yeah. Then on I top try, of that. I tried it, I tried it <laughs> very briefly and then quickly was like, yeah, I don't want to do this. Yeah, and then th- then on top of that, the title was broken initially with the drop rate, so that kind of de-incentivizes me a little bit. Now I know it fixed. I got to get back in there, but yeah, it just didn't, didn't have a mojo for me this one, yeah. you know. And I already had you know air apparent, so it was just kind of like, yeah, what was my motivations really? So yeah, not so much. What about you, Shadow? I, I've never really been into any of the seasonal events. I, I feel like I've just never been that motivated to actually do them, especially when they get repetitive. Um, I, I feel like Guardian Games, <laughs> uh, they Travis probably Soul. did a pretty not, not decent. Even, not even team doubles? Come on, our one <laughs> okay, PvP I, seasonal I activity? Those. I have yeah. played those. Um, but yeah, I mean, especially when things get repetitive, I think they did a pretty good job with making Guardian Games not that repetitive this year, but I still haven't really got into it, so. E. Uh, I've been playing a decent amount just to, I've been trying to farm for the title basically because I know there's a couple of rules. I did get a stats for all one for all with some pretty good range. I think I got like a four out of five for that one. So your it's video. Exciting. Excellent. I'll be looking out for that role. And then for PVP, there's a couple. I got one that's close. Still not quite there for my PVP rolls. It just, it feels better than I think it should just by looking at like numbers and stats and things. So I think depending on what they do to SMGs that it's actually got some potential and just something about that one. For me, actually, it feels pretty good. But no, the strike scoring has actually been nice to have. Um, going for the medals. Now, I will say with regards to strike scoring that I don't... So, for one, the shoot your, shoot the wall, kill yourself for 20 minutes and go get the 700,000 points. They have done something about that, which is good. So, if you're going for a legitimate score runs, they have made an adjustment there, which is a good thing because I was honestly wasn't sure what they were going to do. Typically, I figured... Okay, people broke the system. We got the top 10% that was figured out. I honestly thought they were just going to give everybody the emblem. Give everybody or something. And actually just like, they know what like the highest probable ranges are going to be. And then they have actually kind of adjusted the the outliers out of that range. 
So it's been, um, so if you did have top 10% and you weren't, you know, LFGing for 1 million points or whatever and shooting a wall for 20 minutes and then finally going in, it actually is, they did adjust that one. I just wanted to give them props for adjusting it in the right way because I think in the past they would have gone, hey, here's your free emblems, things got screwed up, it's too much work to go back in and adjust the systems or whatever. And the fact that they actually just were able to change the score threshold, make it retroactive for last week, I think they actually handled it pretty well and I kind of wanted to shout them out for that because Mm -hmm. a lot of ways it could have been easier and just like, never mind, no big deal, here's your emblem, everybody. They actually kind of left it in there. So if you did make the effort last week, theoretically, you still should probably be there. And then I've been working on the strike scoring this week and it's just, it's interesting to see it, but the only thing I have to say is like, when you're going to say strike scoring, I understand like power sprees, cool. Uh, Super kills, those are fun. You know, energy, like certain things to stay alive and 30 kills without dying. Those are cool sprees to get. Finishers, and then on champions, I get those. Taunting them before you finish them. Basically, it's one it's the mo- it's one of the most important medals that you do because every major, anything with an orange bar or a champion, you need to emote before you finish because you get a bonus of points. And I don't love that that's in there because that's just frustrating in playstyle. It's like, let me dance on you and then let me actually finish you. And I don't, because that doesn't, it's this weird thing that I've noticed this season between the raid challenges being play slower and keep things alive that you should want to kill. And then this is the same thing. Here's the situation where normal combat, you'd be like, hey, let me run through. Let me finish him. I can hit him real quick. No, I got to get to a point where I can stop, do a little dance, and then I'm actually going to go dance on him and then finish. I think that, I think that needs pulled out of strike scoring. I would like to see strike scoring Put in the Vanguard playlist. Maybe it helps in reputation. Maybe there's something they can do with strike scoring because strike scoring is actually cool and fun just to see the numbers go up and actually have some way to track it. But also on the other side, I don't love the fact that they like they want you to taunt the enemy, which basically makes it easier for those moments where you're like, well, I want all the points, but then I'm possibly going to... I just don't like that emotes are a way to get extra points. That's the only thing. Everything else I'm actually enjoying about it, just take the emotes out of there. And I'm glad they wanna, fixed it the way it was. So you don't want to do that against Hive Guardians. I've done it. It's just it's a, it's a very sketchy prospect. <laughs> with those shields, will take will like kind of take you apart like a movie I recently just saw. But that if you haven't seen it, I won't say anything. Um, but yeah, That's it's just. Enough. I mean, I like the idea of strike scoring making say like the Vanguard Ops playlist more fun, giving you a reason. And if they can do some type of leaderboard in the game, that would actually be kind of cool. It gives a reason to actually run that playlist ever. But on the other side, yeah, it's just like there are a couple tweaks that I think I would make to it. But apparently I'm the only one who's played it. So I'm kind of talking to uh, <laughs> talking to chat here and anybody else. So if anybody has any thoughts about this, throw those in the comments for us because my hosts are oh, oh, less helpful this week oh, on the strike scoring. Thrown wow. under the bus. Thrown under wow. the bus for unfun activity. <laughs> True. You know what? I, you know, I feel like. I'm not going to go there. I've yeah, already done it. Just gonna you know it's bad. That's fine. That's, if Trav going to leave it alone, it, oh, it, was, it was spicy. It was really bad, yeah. We'll just it was really go bad. Uh, yeah. I was going to talk about strikes, and you guys know my takes on strikes. Yes. Yeah, yes. It's, and again, that's why I was like, strikes, we know. You see, you're like, hey, go do strikes for 20 different activities. You know, we always have a reason to go do the playlist or whatever. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you're like, why? It's like, I haven't had a new strike. We get like one new strike a year. What did we get to this time around or something like that? So it's like, but yeah, strike scoring is 
at least a way to give you a little more in there. And then they, that's got potential they could do a little bit more with it is all. It's just the system that's there. We haven't had strike scoring since Destiny 1. So I was like, it it could be, it's just something they could do something with if they put a little more into it. If the foundation in a couple tweaks could get some work. That's really all. Uh, you know what? I, I can't, I can't keep it in. I'm just going to say it. So. <sighs> I should have just, just gone on to the next topic. I should have gone such, on to the I have such a, I have such a problem with, with uh, people pointing to like, oh, well they did scoring. It's th- that makes it fun. Right. Because they, they added a score because if, if you told me, Hey Travis, go do your laundry. And I was like, oh man, I really don't want to do laundry. But then if you were like, Hey, but we'll score your, your laundry <laughs> performance against all of your other friends. We'll tell you how well you did your laundry in comparison. I'd be like, okay, fine. But like, it's still boring. I like still don't want to do laundry. This is like, Bungie is like, uh, is like Huck Finn right now trying to p- convince us that painting the fence is fun. Like, that's what it reminds me of. Like, su- like super hardcore. It's like, but, but we don't like the activity. Like it, it, you didn't give us any new strikes. Like it's like, but do the same activity over and over again. This time we've got scoring. It's a gimmick. <laughs> it's fun now. It's a game. And I'm just like, but now I don't. Shadow, I don't do is it. there anything that would actually compel you to get involved in strike scoring leaderboards, anything? Or are you just like, nope? Are you noping out of there or what are you doing? Probably noping out of there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair answer. It's a PvP mindset. That's totally what I expected. I just had to ask. So all right. You know, we'll from from my point of view with Guardian mm-hmm. Games, I feel like it's a perfect opportunity to make a PvP mode about Guardian Games. Because it's literally about the classes I mean, I would fighting love that. each yeah. other. How how is like it not a, a PvP shadow. thing? I, I really do not get it. Yeah, we said yeah. I said this two weeks ago. We like get oh, to get the classes? Yeah, to like yeah, get exactly. the spirit of the game? Yeah, 3v3v3. It's, three, it's, three, it's, it's yeah. a totally missed opportunity in my opinion. 100% dude. 100%. When, when I first heard of Guardian Games, I was like, oh sweet, so it's going to be like a PvP thing, you know, Titans and Hunters and Warlocks playing each other. And, and then yeah. it's just like, nope, it's just like another event in the yeah. tower. It's, it's <laughs> like, like a, oh, like a passive aggressive Cold War. Where we're like, <laughs> we're, we're, we're killing, we're killing the fallen, but we're doing it like looking really angry at the other classes. Like, this is you. This is your face. <laughs> in the face. In the face. My banner's higher than yours. Yeah, it's like, so it's like we're roommates and we're trying to get back at each other by like, you know, not cleaning the dishes. Like that's the level of oh my God. Dude, it's almost with. like Gambit. It's like, which team can kill the enemies faster? It's like, no, I kill kill the enemies not the you know yeah. kill the players yeah. like, I mean, I would have to see. some pvp i, I would love yeah, to I see as g-man said yeah 4v4v4 because they every map has three points an a b a c and guess what three different teams spawn in go <laughs> like and then you know however many sick. wins or at that least so or maybe if they had strike scoring and that you'd have something for both sides Right. Yeah. I'm not that, saying it I has think. to be exclusively PvP. I just think it has to have some PvP component to get me really interested into it. Yeah. I mean, but and that would be a nice balance because some people are like, hey, I'm not a huge fan of PvP. And some people are like, I love PvP. If you could just do that for both, like the maps literally have three sides to them. Almost all of them do, except probably like a couple have very specific lanes, but that like some of them are so built for that. Cause I'm thinking, what is it, Midtown? That's one I think would work really well for that. Um, mm. but there's certain maps that you could, that are divided up in the little perfect triangle and just three different sets of people join in and you got arcs or you got warlocks, Titans and hunters spawning on three different sides and run. I just, I would, 
I think that would be really cool. Hopefully they can do that. But yeah, we talked about that before too. So I agree. But yeah, glad to know nobody cares about strikes. Perfect. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had to cover the topic because it was there since it's what we're in the middle of. But yeah, everybody's more excited. Next week, Guardian Games isn't going to even be on the topic list. Next week, we're going to be talking about so much season 17 stuff we won't even know what to do with. But we actually got some season 17 stuff this week. And we've got the Iron Banner updates. Um, for those of you who haven't looked over the TWAB, general idea is Iron Banner is one of the core playlists. Um, they're trying to lower the barrier of entry. So the first thing is Iron Banner, light level, going away. What do we think about light level requirements going away? I think it's very interesting because they keep going back and forth. Like <laughs> in Destiny 1, it was a thing. And then the beginning of Destiny 2, they're like, yeah, you know, we don't really want the power level to be a factor anymore. And then, you know, more recently, they're like, you know what? Actually, let's put it back in. And now they're like, wait, no, we're going to take it back out. So I, I don't I don't know. I, I mean, I don't really think it has that big of an impact. Uh, I think having the power level in there does kind of make it feel more like an endgame activity, which I don't know if, if that's necessarily good or bad. But I don't I don't think it's really going to be the end of the world either way. Uh, as someone who's lazy and doesn't do his pinnacles, I guess it kind of benefits me to not uh, be max power level, you know, <laughs> not be at a disadvantage because I'm not max power level. So I, that's fine. I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's I, I guess it's good for getting more casual players involved, but I don't think it's like a huge factor. All Shadow, things I think you're my favorite guest because it's like yeah. you just are, it's like you watched all the previous so shows and are just parroting everything I've said in the past like couple weeks. I literally said that exact same thing <laughs> That's about awesome. how they just won't they will not stick to their decisions. They just change their minds so quickly and I'm very confused by it. But yeah. I, I feel the same way. Ditto to what Shadow said. Like that, the first the first thing I said when I when I read this in the TWAB was like, "Classic Bungie going back <laughs> on your previous decision." It's like it's we're, like they have two the development teams and they hate each other. And each season, one of the teams gets to gets to be in control of Destiny, and they just undo all the work from the previous administration. <laughs> uh, control Z, <laughs> and then yeah. the other way, just undo, redo, undo, <laughs> redo. Administration. <laughs> they're, just, they're super upset about what the other team is doing. Uh, they, they elect a new team. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to undo everything that the last sandbox team did. <laughs> it's kind of true. Yes. It's interesting. I will say one thing I like is that, um, what was that? There's that specific bounty that you always had to the kill higher. Yeah. Oh, like, get rid of that. That would anyway. annoy me. Yeah. That would annoy me. I mean, you know, here we are again. I guess. To Shadow's point, they view this as kind of opening the floodgates to casualize the mode as far as um not letting the the um you know the the the, the advantage, the level advantage be a disadvantage to newer players. I guess I don't know how much of a factor you know it's gonna make. And I'm curious to see how much how accessible this makes it. Like do with with their analytics, does this you know truly make players really you know, come into the game. But I think it's going to be more of a combination of what's going on. But yeah, I was actually, I was surprised. I'll be honest with you. What I saw, I was like, oh, okay. You're doing this. Interesting. But what about you, Uh I mean, for me, I think it's just a general, it's probably where they should leave it because PvP should be about the player's skill, about your weapons, your loadouts, your build of your character, not the arbitrary power level number that we have. Now, granted, the power level number going up for PvE stuff I get that's that's a thing, but for PvP as it is meant to be about the player versus the player, 
combat, not so much your leveling up. It's like, you know, it's the imaginary sandbox. It's not the imaginary sandbox, but I'm 1560 and you're 1550. That shouldn't matter. Like, it should be about the player skill, the abilities. Can you hit your shots? Not if I shoulder charge. It used to like the things that annoyed me the most as a Titan, of course. But if I could shoulder charge somebody, but when I was slightly under leveled, they'd have that smidge of health. And I'm like, when it's a one shot ability, that should always be that way. So the fact that it wasn't was one of those. And same thing, it might take one more shot or you do a little less damage. That type of stuff. If momentum control is going to be a different, sand, like momentum control is cool. Different sandbox, weapons kill really fast. It's kind of a different, you know, time to kill, very different. But if Iron Banner is just going to be like control, it shouldn't be control, but there's this like slight variation in people. Like just even it out. And I I think it's, I think that one they should leave. Again, they have it in, in uh, Trials just because they want that to be the end game. Do you guys think light level should matter in trials or do you think that one should still be, do you think that one should be normalized as well? Um, I, I think it shouldn't philosophically. Uh, it doesn't really make sense to have the scaling uh, in. And also I'm kind of like shadow and that I don't do my pinnacles. I just play crucible usually. And so uh, it, it definitely benefits me and making an argument uh, for myself. Um, but I also uh, think that if you want to do something, there's, there's very few other places in Destiny where your power level matters, even in PvE. Um, so if you want it, if you want it to be an endgame activity that's restrictive, then just make the power level requirement high. You know what I mean? Like they do with Grandmaster Nightfall. If you were like, oh, you got to be this level of power level to enter the activity, then that would gate it. I think the reason they don't do that is because Trials already, let's face it, has a playlist uh, population problem, and they probably aren't trying to add some additional barriers. But I, I also don't know why they do it to Grandmaster Nightfall. Like, what's the what's the reasoning behind? Uh, yeah, I mean, if it's if it's capped anyway, why why do you have like a super high uh, power level requirement to get into it? So, um, yeah, I, I don't I don't think they should add it. I and I say that as a guy who kind of likes it. I kind of like it when like I was playing Iron Banner and I'm not max power and I was fighting guys that were like 20, 30 power above me. And I, I kind of like, like oh, it I'm too. Kinda, yeah, I'm kind of getting my ass handed to me. This is kind of nice. Uh, you know, some of these encounters don't. I feel like I'm not doing that much damage. But um, you know, if you're trying to design a competitive multiplayer game, it doesn't really make that much sense to to have you know the power level really come into play. So, Shadow, what about you? Light level I, I guess, on or off in trials? I, I guess I'm going to make kind of a argument against myself because, like I said, I, I don't do my pinnacles and I'm lazy, but. <laughs> um, I actually think it's fine to have the power level enabled in trials as an end game activity. It, it gives you a reason to do uh, your pinnacles and your powerfuls and actually level up your character and get ready for trials. I feel like it kind of, especially because trials isn't a thing at the very beginning of the season or expansion. I guess it's like it's like a reason to like grind and get ready, and there's like an anticipation factor. I think to it. But also, like, it doesn't make that big of a difference. Like, if I'm a little bit underleveled, I can still win in trials. Like, my skill is still the thing that matters. Um, it's just like a slight, like a slight factor that makes it slightly more difficult if you haven't reached max level. So, I, I don't. I think it's. I think it's fine the way it is because it's not a, a massive factor if you're slightly underleveled. But if you want to really min max and get to the the maximum power level and have all your all your mods and the perfect rolls on all your weapons, then you can do that and it will make you better. But if someone is super skilled and they're ten power levels under, they're still gonna win. Fair. That's a good take on it. And that's kind of one of those things that is for general engagement. Like if you're a PvP player, it's still gonna cause that player to engage in much more of the game each season to right, be able to get yeah. up to level. So it's a 
it's a you know it's a seasonal engagement yeah. thing as opposed to you could be thirteen fifty for the next year and still go complete and kick ass in trials like they need. I, I think that's a large reason why it's there in the first place because like if you're a PvP player like you do like the basic campaign to unlock the exotic or something like that and then <laughs> you're done like <laughs> like what's the reason to do the powerfuls of the pinnacle so I guess it kind of it gives people a reason to play more of the game right. which that's what Bungie I, likes you know every, it, it's it's just a win for everyone basically that, other than the people who don't like grinding but. Yeah, I mean, it gets you. It gives you a reason to actually go do those things, even if you're more a PvP player. So, I think yeah. that's fine. I mean, all right, now yeah. I gotta get. No, what were you gonna ask? No, I was gonna say, yeah, I agree with you. I think that's the the mindset they have behind it is because they want the grind. They want the 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 PvP PvP player to to aspire to continue to play and to make sure the light level. You know, to reward the person who wants to commit to the light level, right? But at the same time, I do feel it even though i like it personally i do feel it goes against their own philosophy of trying to make the mode more inclusive because at the end of the day it's like you know there's going to be a certain amount of people that get to that pinnacle you know and and at the same time they'll have that advantage but they they have competing philosophies issues right now and I, i think that's what's going on and that's why they keep going back and forth whether it be a regime change like travis mentioned or you know whatever it is there's definitely philosophy debates in that building and you know it, it it's it shows the inconsistency when we see sandbox updates like this but personally i like it but i understand i understand you guys point. yeah it's weird because if the light level did matter but the highest you could go was say like the powerful cap for an entire year and then the expansions were more content not the little 10 level bump then theor- theoretically yeah you'd have to hit that 1550 but then it's always then you get to that little seasonal bump every time. And it's always that little nuance of difference where if somebody, you know, it's that 10 levels and the people grind the pinnacles in early trials when the population is bigger are going to have a bit a smidge of an advantage. Not much, as you guys have said, but a smidge would be there. Um, and again, it's always that weird thing is even the 10 level bump worth it with the pinnacles at that. As you said, you actually said it well, because, yeah, there's some people who probably don't want the level changes that much. Some people have probably questions if the level number should be in the game at all. Um, then there's people, because we've actually talked about, like, is power level even a worthwhile number in the first place? They've done the 50 levels. They've done the 10 levels. Then you have the powerful and then the, the pinnacle every season. It's all the weird little nuances of level right now that make some of these things strange. Because then when you start a new season, you're like, okay, I was at the highest. Well, now i got to do it again. Well, maybe I'm crazy at work for two months and then let me pick it up. Well, now I'm at a disadvantage. Even if it is 10 levels, I feel like I'm just a little bit under. And as you said, the idea of trials would be we want as many people playing this as possible. So it is kind of, you know, butting heads on ideas. But I did have a question for Shadow because I wanted to get your take. Do you think freelance should be permanent in trials? Mm, it's a it's a really good question. I don't know. It's it's there's a lot of pros and cons. Um, I think with all of the splittings of population, it kind of is a bad thing. Um, because, you know, when you have the flawless pool and then you have the different consoles and then you have PC and then you have freelance as well, like it, it really, it's, it can split the population. That's never a good thing. Um, but people do love freelance, myself included. Um, and it's really cool to just be able to go into trials and, you know, try to go flawless by yourself. Or, I mean, even if you're not going flawless, it's still fun to be able to queue without organizing your friends into a group and, you know, having this whole ordeal. Um, so I don't know. I think, I think overall freelance is a good thing. Um, there's just some challenges that it has when it comes to splitting the population. 
does anybody, Dave, did you major in like politics? What'd you do? Because I swear every answer <laughs> I asked you is like so PC, middle of the road, could be half of this. Like you are really good at dancing a lot of both sides of this. Ooh. I was just kind of curious. It cracks me up. Because I was like a computer stand. science major. He's a moderate man after my own heart. <laughs> Fence sitter. Mm. I, I don't know. I think I think with some issues there are extremes, but I, I think I don't know. A lot of a lot of the ones we've mentioned so far, I'm, I don't have a I'm super strong a opinion time. one way or the other. No, it's just it's cracking me up because there's a couple questions you'd be like, well, this or that. And it's like I was curious he'll, if you he'll were give to, both arguments. Yeah, he'll yeah, give yeah, both yeah. arguments. I, I'm like, I usually do that. <laughs> I, I like yeah, being able to see well. both sides. Yeah, I, I like being able to see both sides because I, I really too. I don't think that there are very many issues, especially in when it comes to balancing games where there's one opinion that's correct and the other one's wrong. Yeah. So I think appreciating both sides is important. So, OK, question. You have the ability to make the trials matchmaking system however you want. Solo, freelance, flawless, not flawless pool. What do you build that you think is the best for everyone? What is your preferential in-game for the trials playlist? in the world of matchmaking? Um, I think I'd probably steal an idea that I've seen thrown around a few places, which would be um, connection and card base, which was, which is what it is right now. But then on Sunday, you activate the freelance and there's no such thing as the flawless pool. Interesting. So no skill-based at all? No skill-based at all. That's currently the way it is. Mm. So you want status quo what it says? I'm curious. This is uh, no, he basically just said, like, take like a normal trials weekend mm -hmm. as is. And then on Sunday, add the flawless node in the corner or add the freelance no, the, node the in freelance. the corner. Yeah. Oh, so the freelance later. And I just try to understand the mindset behind the free freelance later. Um. So right now, the, the problem is that people think like the flawless pool is... Like it activates on Sunday, right? And people are like, "Oh, so then I'll just go and play on Sunday." But instead of having the uh, the flawless pool, you can just add freelance, and that makes it a lot more accessible. Ooh, interesting. So the freelance players also, only get to play also two days. Thing, I mean, well, you, I mean, I guess, but you could also <laughs> just make a team or solo queue, right? I mean, you can always solo queue. So um, freelance is just making it more accessible and easy for a solo player to go flawless because uh, also okay that, another thing that i would do is potentially um weight the matching solos versus solos and teams versus teams Absolutely. because right now there's a problem where if you're a three stack you're probably going to match a lot of solos um and then you just run them over because you have coordination i mean like it, you could a, a worse team will always beat a better team if they have comms and the other team is like randoms so like communication yep. is huge, so I I think that if they they could they could even potentially do away, right they could they could potentially even do away with freelance altogether if they just heavily prioritized matching solo queues with solo queues. That's what I would love. It, yeah, that's the it, biggest it thing just, for me. It yes. just really screws up the the whole the whole experience yep. when you're a solo player and you get bashed against a team and it's like, well, you know, even if we're cracked, we're probably gonna lose just because yep. of communication. So. That's probably yeah. my biggest thing, and that's kind of I, I guess that's what I was leading to mostly because me as a solo player, because I don't typically have, you know, people that want to play trials, or it's just I, you know, pop on and I want to play a few trials matches, just like kind of out of nowhere, and it's a way to play that. But it's the idea of as soon as I pull up the roster, I'm like, oh, what do we got? And I see a three stack. I wish I could just quit the match. I'll get a trials mm -hmm. penalty. <laughs> people I'll do, get a, and but that, I mean, you'll get a you know matchmaking penalty or whatever it is. But it's like. Yeah. And some people do that, but if I just want to not have that penalty and just queue up again normal without having like a timer, 
that's as that's what I would say. It's like if there's not going to be skill based matchmaking in the factoring at all, then I'm 100% with you that that weight needs to be insanely heavy for like teams, twos and ones and solos. That almost needs to be like equal to connection as much because yeah, it's that moment where you face a three stack and I don't I've you know, I've done enough solo queuing this season. I think I'm on my I think I've reset my reputation twice. So I've played enough to do it's like there's enough times when you're going in as a solo. It sucks to face a three stack. It just does. Every mm, blue I, moon you'll pull it out. Like bro. I'm with like two cracked people and we paired up with like the okay team, but ninety-eight percent of the time I'm gonna lose that match. Yeah, when mm, I see the two yeah. clan name, the clan tags that match, I'm like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know they're good friends. They've got the synergy oh, going. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's oh, the only two people in the match. The, the only match two start. people in the match are like paired together, and you're like, are they on my team? Are they on my team? And then all of a sudden you're like, nope, son nope. of a. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. So if, Try so that's why I was, um, I don't know if I'll bring up the whole skill-based matchmaking debate with you, even though I'm very curious. Um, but the weight for, for trials? trials. No, just in general, like skill-based matchmaking oh, okay. versus not so much. I know trials is like you got connection and lag. Believe me, if you have that, if you queue in the morning, you got that name that you can't read. That's, you know, different language over there. I'm like. Yeah, there's probably a little bit of lag in this match. That's not great. I get the lag point per se, but I was just curious your thoughts on. Because it's been in like a lot of PvP games, so I don't know if you play mm -hmm. other PvP games, if you're just mostly focused on Destiny, just the idea of skill based matchmaking in general. Where do you fall on? And this could be for Travis. This can be for Cog, because all of you guys play PvP in different places. Where do you fall on the idea of skill based matchmaking being a factor in literally just PvP in gaming? Okay, well, earlier you mentioned how I don't have a strong opinion. I do have a strong opinion Let's on these. Let's go. <laughs> okay, here we go. Yeah, here we go. I, I no politicians. I am Let's strongly, go. I am strongly opposed to skill-based matchmaking in uh, like casual playlists like 6v6. Um, I, I don't think it has any place in a, like a casual playlist like 6v6. And in Trials, okay, okay, I, okay. I think it's also the same thing because the, nobody's ever going flawless if you have a 50% chance of winning. It's it's never going to happen. It's like a 1 in 100 chance or something like that, you know? Um, so I think it does have a place in like competitive, uh, like 3v3 stuff like that because, uh, well, actually it depends what, what type of competitive. Um, I think it belongs in competitive the way it is. If there's a ladder system, that's different. But um, overall, especially for 6v6, I do not like skill-based matchmaking at all. Trav, I'm going to let you go. I want to hear this. So actually, my, my initial reaction was, oh, this, this streamer elitist is afraid <laughs> to fight against people who are in skill level. That was my first uh, thought. But actually, the way he framed it, I kind of agree with. Casual playlists, you don't really need skill-based matchmaking for obvious reasons. Um, also, at, at, at teams of that size, it doesn't really make sense a whole lot. Um, trials, there's an argument for it, but also it has the card-based system as sort of a in-card skill-based system. So you, you could get away with it. I still have my doubts that that system actually works. But um, if you're yeah. actually matching with people who are on the same uh, win level as you, uh, that could essentially replace the need for a skill-based system. Um, Competitive badly needs it. Badly. Because competitive is by definition not competitive if you don't have a skill-based system. It's just not. It's not competitive if you're not competing against people who are near your skill level. So you, you said something people. about like ladder. Take 
I don't know, I picture StarCraft or something where you have like, you know, bronze one, two, and three, silver one, two, and three. If Destiny, which, you know, we could all have pipe dreams that the glory situation eventually turned into like a ladder system every season. If that mm -hmm. happened, do you guys feel, you know, that that basically becomes what your skill-based matchmaking? Is that where you end up falling into? Is that where skills in yes. okay time? More, I, more if, or less, if it's a ladder, skill-based matchmaking. Ladder, yeah, I mean, if, if it's a ladder and it's like, you know, you you win, you go up, blah, blah, blah. You know, like if you're super highly ranked, you're not going to be matching some noob. So, it, yeah, I think that's totally fine. And I also think that with the, I said this before, with the with the current system, I think skill-based is fine and competitive. Yeah, I, I also, um, the argument for skill-based and casual is the lobby balancing argument, which people complain about how bad lobbies are balanced. And the reason for that is because there is no skill-based matchmaking and it's near impossible to actually balance a lobby if you have a random selection of people with very, very diverse skill sets. And so I think for player experience, skill-based matchmaking as, does actually make sense. Um, I just think that depending on your goal with the game mode, it, it, it just depends. I'm a big advocate for skill-based matchmaking because I think that um, I want to play against people who are close in my skill level. I want matches to be interesting and close. And uh, that is not always the opinion of some people, but you have to keep in mind that for every person that wants to be the guy just raffle stomping, there's also a team that's getting raffle stomped and that's not particularly good experience. And I also just think that there's a certain level of like cowardice of like, oh, well, I don't want to have to be bothered to get sweaty and to like deal with people at my skill level. And it's like, all right, well, then don't don't play competitive multiplayer, like go go do strikes, go do strike scoring. I hear that's less competitive. I would just like to put this out there that I think a lot of people who are against skill based matching is it's not because they want to stomp noobs, myself included. It's, it it's a lot more complex than that. Break, break, give me yeah, the like, so th yeah, this is why, because I was about to ask, because you've got people that are going to be like, I suck at PvP and I go on there and I see Shadow and all I see is a Shadow name and I see a dead screen. And that's that's my screen every time I pop up <laughs> and I get picked off. I pop up and I get picked off. How How what is this a fun experience it, for it, me? It, so, uh, yeah, I guess my, my uh, argument against that Shadow would be they don't say it's to stop noobs. They say that they don't want to be in sweaty matches, which is the same thing. If you don't want to be in a match that's sweaty, it means you want to play against somebody who's a significantly lower skill level than you, Spicy. a.k.a. you want to stomp noobs. It's the it's the Spicy. same concept, just said in a different way. Well, not really, because it's for all skill levels. It's making everybody a sweaty match. You could be a 0.1 KD and it's going to match you against 0.1 KDs, which makes it a sweaty match for you. You could be a 10 KD. It's going to only match you against 10 KDs, which is going to be a sweaty yeah. match for you. And so, so they it, don't want that. They don't want sweaty matches, a.k.a. They, they want to stomp noobs. I mean, essentially, that's what they're getting at, right? They don't want to be well, matched against other 10 KDs. If you're a 0.1 KD and there's no skill-based matchmaking, you're going to get stomped. It's, you know, it's the other way around, right? So, like, I, I know people who are, like, not very good PvP players, and they're still against skill-based matchmaking, so. What's their argument for it? I'm actually curious. Yeah, yeah. I'm just curious. Like, that, what that, are they... That's like uh, people voting against their economic interest. It doesn't mean it's a good idea just because people are for <laughs> okay. it. It just means that... <laughs> all right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right, let's go, right, we, got, we got Travis getting all split. No, I was saying... Let's go, Like, hey, attack the argument. Don't say, well, some people are for it. It's like, well, some people are for, you know, beheading people in the streets. It doesn't mean it's a good idea. So to give me the actual yeah, reason. I'm not trying to I'll, attack you, Shadow. I, I truly yeah. am curious because this is... And again, this is why it's like having a PvP person on here i would ask this of a lot of people and this is one of those i was lucky enough to like raid for a little while with true vanguard um mm -hmm. 
So, and I actually kind of heard him phrase one piece for me that I liked. A piece of, like, having some skill-based matchmaking in there, but mostly relation to, like, outliers. Take, like, as you kind of said, in the casual playlist, if you can eliminate the idea that, you know, as Fallout would say, Johnny Two Thumbs versus, you know, the Cami Cakes, those two should not be in the same lobby. Like, if you can get rid of, like, outliers of, like, a one versus a ten, if you can get a closer range, they're not all going to be, like, you're not all threes, but it's not mm -hmm. like there's a one and a ten in the same room. Maybe it's, like, you know, two to six. Yeah, some are going to be better, some are going to be worse, and that might help with the balancing. But if you have, like, a ten and a couple ones and twos, somewhere there's going to be a huge disparity. Do you feel that would be maybe a reasonable middle ground where it's not, like, casuals and, you know, sweaties all the time? But it's also the idea that that one person who is God tier probably needs to play a little higher echelon and somebody who's that newbie probably plays the little lower echelon. Is that is that a balance that you would be OK with or is that still just dancing too much with SBMM for you? I, I'm more open to it, but I still don't think it would necessarily be a good system because think about it, like how many echelons are there going to be? Is it going to be like, you know, you get to a certain combat rating and then it's like, boom, you're in the better tier and now now you're getting shit on, you know, all of a sudden the opponents just magically got better. You know, it, like I feel like it would suck to like improve as a player and then get rewarded by your opponents becoming better. It's like, yeah, well, yeah, crap, that, that is a reward. That's yeah, I wait. iron sharpens iron and now you have a chance to play against people who are better and will make you better by playing with them. That is like in in like in essence exactly what you want in a competitive system and it's what all the best competitive games do. It's what okay, well, Halo I would not consider 66 to be competitive. I would consider it a very casual playlist. So I'm not yeah. necessarily advocating for that. I'm just saying in general if you want matches to feel better, you have to fix the lobby problem. You don't fix the lobby problem without a ladder system or skill-based matchmaking. And I think that there's a lot of like, you know, painting the argument in certain ways of like, oh, well, you know, skill-based matchmaking, that would be so against you. But ultimately, it would make matches feel better. It would make them feel more balanced. They would be sweatier, especially if you're a top echelon player. That's going to be tough on you. But I mean, this is a tale as old as time. Halo 2 had skill-based matchmaking and the really good players used to spend hours just committing suicide so that they could lose matches and derank themselves so that they could play against worse players. Like that's just, <laughs> yeah, that's awful. <laughs> that, I know that's before your time, but that was like what they did back in the day because of uh, their opposition to skill-based matchmaking, which is a hilarious conundrum. But ultimately that's, you know, that's a problem you're going to face if you get better. And I, I think the important thing, maybe where we can find middle ground shadow is that if there is some kind of ladder based system, then you don't just get rewarded by playing against better players and having even harder matches, but you also get rewarded for reaching that tier in the ladder. At the end of the season, you get you get cashed out for the highest tier you achieved. Um, and I think that that could potentially make it feel a little bit better when you're improving as a player and going up against increasingly more difficult players because you feel at least there's progression. And that that's that's a system that's worked in you know Rocket League and you name we, we it. Need, lots we of, need we need a competitive playlist, which is the biggest like argument for all of for this. For sure, is, for sure. That's the thing we, that Destiny is missing. You need a missing. reason. You yeah. need a reward for actually reaching those new tiers beyond just getting better. Because I think uh, in this day and age, these millennials, these Gen Zers, they really they like to. They, they need something to show for getting to that next tier of skill. That just, hey, just saying Shavey. that they got oh, to the next tier. We get the participation enough. medals in well, here now? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> all I was trying to get to is I knew this was going to be spicy anyway. I didn't I actually know it was going to be spicy, but I was well, honestly. I knew this was going to be. But like, mm -hmm. that's. I, I was honestly curious on the take because 
Um, there are people who are going to be on both sides of this coin. You can put whole bunch of PvP players in there of all skill levels, and it's going to be a debate every time because you've got, as some people, like, I mean, I've heard, you know, another po podcast talk about the idea of, I want to go into a match just with a non-optimal loadout. Just exactly, to be able yeah. to try different weapons, see how they feel. Hey, this one, okay, this this can have some potential here with this build, but if I have to go into even control and it's going to be my 10 out of 10 sweats fest, I can't try anything else. And I've heard that debate before and I kind of, I was like, okay, so I can kind of understand. And that's where I was like the outlier, some range of like, you know, that might be a way to help a little bit. As you said, there needs to be some, a little bit of skill in the background. Like a one probably shouldn't be with a 10, but if there's like a two and an eight, sure. Like a 10 and a four. Okay. Like there, it can be a pretty wide range, but like a one and a 10 for that one, that's just going to be a bad day for him until he gets to be a little better. But on the other side, if that level 10 player is going to jump in and be like, Hey, I'm going to try. I'm a really good sniper shadow. I'm an awesome sniper. I'm going to go and you're probably good with everything. So who knows? But it's like, I'm going to go try and run sidearms and shotguns just to see about being aggressive for a little while. If you do that in your usual matchmaking group and you're not used to that play style, you're like, well, I have no place to even try and get better at this. And that's one mm -hmm. of the arguments that I've heard about. And that's where I kind of see that there needs to be some connection based, but it's just like kind of that hint of where there's a little bit of balance of both where the person who gets crapped on doesn't want to get crapped on every match. And if they can't have a chance to play against people around them, they feel like they can't get better. But on the other side, I do understand. It's like, maybe you just want to use a different gun, but if you don't use the optimal meta, that's like the quickest time to kill for all of these things, then it's not going to be a fun match for you. So it's like, I've listened to those. I was just curious your take on it. Not trying to like target you by the way, because I feel like we, we all went out to you. So I just wanted to let you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I totally agree with that. With uh, like, I, I feel like being forced to use the meta feels awful. Like, if there's like heavy skill based matchmaking, like every player at every skill level is going to be feel they're going to feel forced to use the meta at all times if they want to have a chance of doing well. And I feel like that would be extremely awful. Um, I, like you know, if if I go into Crucible right now, I could like you know, like you said, use, use a sidearm and a shotgun, and I, I'd. I wouldn't do nearly as well as I normally do, but I would at least do okay, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like at least having the option of using something that's not meta is extremely important because otherwise the Crucible gets extremely monotonous when every single person is using the same weapon every single game, so. No, I hear, I hear what you guys say. I'll just jump in real quick. Um, My, my only kind of would be just, to me, that's the purpose of the standard game mode. That's the purpose of the standard control, the standard rumble, and... To me, that's where the connection-based stuff can live. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. I personally feel skill-based matching, skill-based matchmaking for an in-game activity should be part of it. Competitive and trials. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if the goal is to make this in-game the highest in-game content, you don't have to gate it. But I would like to play against, you know, the people of similar skill to truly add value to the mode, to make it like a prestigious thing versus standard. And I feel like standard is where, you know, you can bust out you know, your loadout or whatever you want to do. And I think that's perfectly fine. You know, I, I don't, I'm with Travis in this sense. Like, I don't, I don't understand the, the, the logic of we're playing a casual mode, but like people are upset with the lobby balance, because if you want the lobby balance, then you're going to have to implement skill-based matchmaking. So to me, it's, it's a, an example of the community, you know, kind of talking out of both sides of their mouth you can't have it both ways it has to be one so to me let the casual modes have the connection based matchmaking but trials and if you want to consider iron banner uh, end game mode fine if not casual fine 
but competitive needs that. And I feel like they are the creators of one of the greatest systems as far as the, the ranking and, and, and that whole kind of like ELO kind of thing themselves. They're the creator of it with Halo. So I don't see why they don't want to kind of completely invest into that aspect, especially with competitive. And that's and then the last thing, because y'all know I'm team reward. <laughs> and if we're going to do the competitive, you know, I just want the, those players rewarded. You know, it doesn't everything has to be mountaintop and recluse. But I do feel there should be those activities to incentivize me going into that mode because it, it really did. It really made me get better. It made me really covet mountaintop. I, I seen E in there, you know, uh, you know, going in there doing things, you know, saying that he probably wouldn't have normally done because there was that that carrot at the end. Like, man, I really want that. And I think it, it kind of sucked when, you know, I ne listen, I never got not not forgotten. Lunas. I never earned that. But I was okay with it. I was just like, hey, I wasn't good enough to get it. And I didn't put the time in to get it, right? So I felt it when people who earned that and blood, sweat, and tears. And then it's, okay, now we're just sunsetting that thing. I, that that hurts. I, I feel a shout out to Gabin Forte. So that's just where I'm at with it. I understand both arguments. I understand the argument about wanting to just, you know, play with a loadout and have fun. But to me, it's like, okay, we got standard control. We got all these other modes. People could go in there and do that, rumble and all that stuff, and hopefully it could live there. But it'll be interesting to see how they how they move forward with this thing. Yeah, I would. I think I would probably agree with everybody here. Competitive comp, whatever it's going to be called in Destiny, needs a complete revamp because the glory system right now isn't quite there. If they could do a true ladder, a true anything else in competitive, that, like, that whole system needs to actually... <clears throat> as you said, have the skill ranking to it and that level. If there could be, you know, a little more casual, go in, practice, play a couple different modes, but having a true, like, sweat, sweaty mode where you can climb up the ranks and then, as you said, Cog, have the rewards in there. Whether it might be a weapon, whether it might be skins, whether it might be ornaments, whether it might be... What are those stupid things now? Mementos, shaders, yeah. emotes. Emblems. A whole bunch of stuff. Emblems. All of those things to say... I've kicked more and more ass than anybody else in here this season. Like yep. emblems are a heart emblems. Those types of things Bro. are not as much where they need to make are not, I would say overly difficult. It seems like they can produce those in a quicker manner. Those mm -hmm. are the type of things that I would like to see them put into. And you're like, Hey, if you get up to what is halos onyx, if you get up to onyx mm -hmm. and destiny two or whatever that is, you get the, you get something elite that yeah. season and that, and you're only going to be able to get it that season. And that's them putting a true team on a comp playlist that's going to have a continual investment that they put into it. And that's just a big investment for Bungie to do. Last point I'll say is what I know it's silly, but you know what I respected when I used to go to the tower and I seen someone have Redricks with that ornament that I know he earned that. <laughs> like, remember, Redricks yeah. was a problem, bro. Remember yeah. Redricks to get yeah. it at first when it first dropped? Whew. Oh, it was possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I respect think they should that make, uh, I think they should make titles. Too for different yeah sure dude, I mean, there's so much opportunity exactly, in this yeah. game for cosmetics you know titles you know emblems you just listed up like a trillion things you can make for rewards uh from Ooh, competitive from a ladder you know like there's there's so much potential to put like meaningful loot behind pvp and i think that's something we've really been missing like i mean look at witch queen we had so many new weapons and how many new weapons were there in crucible like two three two like <laughs> yeah that hand there's, cannon there's like, that i have 50 the, of and all the cosmetic cosmetics were ever as well yeah there's 
Yeah, so I, like basically, from there has that, to be from the like if Destiny is going to continue to be a PvP and a PVE game, we we need like something in PvP that's meaningful to like. Yeah, I'm 100 with you on team loot. We need we need someone to like team make loot. good yeah. rewards in Crucible to make people like actually have a reason to play it. Because I mean, if it's a looter shooter game, like a big motivation for playing oh, any I activity is going to be the loot. So I mean, love you know. The, the main like some there are some PVE activities that honestly suck like they're boring but the people play them because the loot so I mean even if people yep. hate Crucible like if you put loot there people are still gonna want to go for it <laughs> so I don't know please stop saying that what's your channel number wait hold on let's put his channel in the description okay everybody I want you guys to just digest what he said just digest what he said put put his channel in the description make sure y'all sub now. All I was going to say is if you guys want to post on Twitter, if you guys hashtag us anywhere, the hashtag of the week is Team Loot. I just got to throw that oh, out even there. Even the channel, subscribe for good loot. My, my <laughs> guy. My guy. I like this. Any week you want to No, you made Cognito back. happy. Earlier, he Travis was happy. happy at one point. Travis all, is not know. happy right now. I'm <laughs> just happy you're here because of the this diversity of these two. This is so great. I'm this loving. This is awesome. He, fits, he actually fits in the middle with a lot of our philosophies, yeah. all of us. And it's yeah, kind of cool to mix. see. Anyway, so with regards to Iron Banner. Shadow, just so you know, the reason you the reason you stepped in it there is because last episode, I think it was last episode, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, Cog and I got into a knockdown drag out over uh, whether you should fix the loot system or make the actual game mode fun. And I was on team game being fun. I can't believe that I have to even and say I was that on I'm team on that both. team. And he was uh, on yeah, team I'm on loot. team both. No, you're, you said team loot. Don't talk to me about that. You said even if they hate Crucible, they'll play it for the loot. So, like, that's not team game being fun. I said that's they team can loot. walk and chew gum at the same time. I, I'm pretty right, sure you well. could be on both teams. I mean, I think I, loot okay, is definitely important. You can important. walk and chew gum at the team same time. Team fun loot. Team fun loot. Let's team fun loot. I'm just saying you can walk and chew gum at the same time. But if you had to say which one was more important. The he gum loves, or the walking? So I would say the walking is probably more important, guys. Let's be honest. We don't, so we don't need the gum. He's so adversarial. He's so I will bad. be adversarial on this topic. All right, we're not going through this again. Games. We're going to move forward. But yes, yeah, Shadow, you, uh, you unfortunately, to you, you touched, to you, you poked the proper, you it's poked the guy. bear of Travis, which was, guy, uh, I loved how you did. You were like, he was so good. I'm so on board. And then, yeah, and then, yeah, but that was hilarious. Make sure y'all remember the channel. Y'all can subscribe. Yeah, please go find. We got to pay this man. Make sure. If you guys haven't followed Shadow, find him on YouTube, find him on Twitter, find him on Instagram. Where do you stream? Twitch? Occasionally? Twitch. Yeah. yeah so find him. Once a week. Find him everywhere, please. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow. Go watch his video. Put that playlist on, like, let it play while you're sleeping. Support this man. He's a great, <laughs> great creator. Um, Thank you, man. Absolutely. As for Iron Banner, now we're actually getting back to the TWAB. A little while later, mm. um, Iron Banner is going to get a reputation rework. So it's going to be similar where you got Ingram focusing kind of like trials, it feels like. But you've got a little bit more of a tweak to the reputation. And this is one of those things where they really want Iron Banner to be a thing. So you've got the reputation, but you've got ways to make your reputation gains faster. So if you're wearing Iron Banner armor or ornaments, which I have to give a massive thumbs up for that one, which that's huge. Um, you're going to get your reputation faster if you're wearing five pieces of armor ornaments or weapons uh if you complete the daily iron banner challenge it's going to tack on 100 to your challenge for each one during the course of iron banner 
So you'll earn that reputation faster. And if you're wearing the emblem, that's 10% more. Um, everything else is probably going to be like, get your engrams as you rank up on reputations, focus those in your armor, your weapons, kind of similar to the way it is right now. I was curious what you guys thought about the whole, we want you to look like you are sponsored by Saladin's Iron Banner to go into <laughs> Iron Banner. I was the, like, you have been NASCAR like patched everywhere. Your, your car, <laughs> your, you, you look like the, the sponsored ghost. We went, ghost in, we went in, in advanced GG. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag sponsored, hashtag sponsored shell. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the sponsored ghost. shell. Oh my God. It's, like awesome. on there. it's a hashtag sponsored shell, but yeah, we, we hashtag yeah. ad. We got to put the hashtag ad on this one. I was curious to your guys thoughts. Do you like, do you wish the reputation was there? Do you like the idea? If you really lean into the iron banner look that you can earn more, just kind of curious if you guys have any care or thoughts about this, or you're just going to do it. Cause it's what you got to do. I think it's fine with me. I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's a fast improvement over our current system. And, you know, add, adding cool things like, you know, put on your armor for extra reward or extra reputation. That's, I don't know. <laughs> it's personally fine with me. I don't really think it's like going to be a massive issue. But I, I, wasn't that a thing in Destiny 1 where like you'd yes. put on a certain yeah. emblem? Yes. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I thought I thought that was always cool. You run into a team and they're all running the, the banner emblem. You know, they're serious about it or something. You know, I don't know. I think that's fine. You're like the cool. solo player who jumps in. Why is everybody got the same emblem on it? I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I can figure this out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, I like it overall. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so oh, yeah, so we'll daily challenge. Oh, no, daily no, challenge no. just says for the first four days, you're going to have an Iron Banner challenge. If you log in on Friday, you're going to be able to work on all four so you can go hard on the weekend if you want to. But I would honestly say the most important thing that happened out of this entire TWAB, not really, but for one of ours, there's a new title coming for Iron Banner, and it is called Let's go. Iron Lord. Literally, Iron Lord's podcast is here in the house. Cog, how you feeling, sir? Uh, are you going to Disneyland next? What's happening? Bro, we've <laughs> talked about this since this podcast started. It was a travesty. A travesty that this title did not exist, except especially for Iron Banner, especially a PvP-focused title, long overdue. Literally, our podcast was based on Destiny, based on Rise of Iron. I've been clamoring for this since I bought that $10 emote with the Iron Lord. Remember, remember this? When we had yeah, yeah. This was $10. I, I bought that just to show off how Bungie I wanted this. I don't care what I got to do. Y'all know I don't care about titles. I don't care what I got to do. Cog is getting this title. So if I, <laughs> I butcher you, I, I I harass you, if I say, hey, what are you doing? If they want you, you to get 100,000 kills, he'll be out there doing it. Whatever it's going down, when you see me in the tower, Iron Lord, Lord Cog, oh, it's going down. I cannot wait. Now, question, Young Wolf is a title too or is a quest? Uh, becoming a Young Wolf is the new quest. Not a title. Okay, that's a quest. Okay, that's yeah. Quest. Sorry, but uh, nah, Attic will have to be Iron Lord as well. Yeah, I thought he was gonna get his own title. Too. I was gonna, I was no. gonna say, but now nah, this is this long overdue. We're taking the most serious. These are just the little things, Bungie. Right? Again, we we like you know wearing the gear. Now I will say, I know we didn't get to this yet, but they did. They're gonna rework a lot of other things with the reward system and stuff like that. Please, please bring back the D one armor set with the fire in the chest like really go all in man let's take yeah this they gotta P get a new set of armor next yeah. uh, next season they have to do that let's go man but nah, this this means a lot to me my my literal podcast is founded off this destiny i wouldn't be anything where i would be 
if it wasn't for Destiny in this game and, and Iron Lords and, and, and Iron Banner. That's what we did. So it's, this is a, it's yeah. a great day. It's just the happiest the, I've been since Sleepers in the I knew that was a Lynch. huge W for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. A few things. A few things. One, Whew. if you get that Iron Lord title, you have to also equip the last word uh, on, your, <laughs> on your character for the entire season. Oh, that's that true. That's that true. you can yeah. be Done. a fully Done. sponsored, branded NASCAR driver. Done. Um, <laughs> Two, I hope just because you have to do it, I hope that that title is a nightmare. I hope that they make you, you know, run around on Mars and get those uh, collectibles, lower Wait, those things. They maybe do a PVE day. thing to get yeah. the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're going to need to finish I, I the hope... Master Val challenges while wearing yeah. the Iron Banner yeah. ornaments or something. Bro, I, I, hope, I, do hope, uh, I hope one of the triumphs is that you have to play through the uh, Curse of Osiris campaign a hundred times. <laughs> and i'd want you to stream it i want you to stream yourself playing the uh, curse of osiris campaign 100 times uh, the only, only thing would pay me is they, they do any of that ebonta stuff any of that solo dungeon no pve solo yeah you're gonna need to go ahead and do a solo flawless run of prophecy for this one it's in there I've, I've seen the quest yeah. already so you're good um also i uh i feel very strongly that if you were an iron lord in destiny one you should get this title automatically mm. because literally i am an iron lord like my guardian is yeah it's like remember? canon i have that title they used to call me iron lord before mm. uh you know he got amnesia in D destiny 2 and forgot that yep. i was his boy um so yeah mm -hmm. i don't know that that bums me out a little it's bit the, it's it the destiny 2 title you gotta you gotta yeah. earn it fresh it's it's new. no but but travis is right by law we were made iron lords and he gave us what is it young wolf's house or yeah like we, yeah. we have the title already so it's For interesting sure. how they're gonna gonna give it to us back they gotta yeah, make Saladin. you earn the new cosmetic for putting the time mm. in. We know this. Yeah, you know, Saladin, yeah. he's he forgot about the little people when he became a Brachus, you know? He's really wow. he's Bougie. really just outgrown people. Shadow, do you see what I deal with every week? This is <laughs> <laughs> this every week. <laughs> now, I do have a question for you guys on this piece of the TWAB, because I had a bit of a moment when I was even reading this thing out. And it was um, Saladin has changed his out to lunch, be back in 15 minutes sign, or hangs his sign. Due to his increased responsibilities on Keitel's War Council, I love the lore reasons for this, he now <laughs> runs Iron Banner in the tower just twice a season. Because Iron Banner will be more in line with those annual events, you'll never see Iron Banner run during those annual festivities. For season 17, Iron Banner will run these times, week two, May 31st, week eight, July 12th. That's it. On top of that, we haven't got to the game mode yet, which we will here in a second. Rift is coming back. The only times you are going to play Rift in season 17 are those two weeks in Iron Banner. So we'll get to the details on Rift if you guys haven't seen it. I'll just tell you what it is real quick. It's fine. I'll just go through. Basically, if you haven't played Rift before, it was in Destiny 1. There's a spark in the middle, picture like a little glowing ball. You would pick it up and you would try and go dunk it, sometimes with style if you did a reverse dunk, into your team's basket, basically. Um, that is 
rift kind of in a small nutshell. There's a couple tweaks to it where now you're going to be able to pick up the spark. It's going to act like basically a buff where you're still going to be able to use your weapons. But the idea is you pick it up in the middle. There's no points for killing. So it's all about the objective of getting your spark or the main middle spark to the team's basket and dunking. And you got to do that a number of times. That's the mode. Um, we'll get to the point of if you guys like that back. But I wanted to ask you guys, they bring back a new mode. You guys can probably pick up my tone already. I, not that you're leading the West. Yeah, no, I'm not leading the West. Not that you're leading the West. I don't care. I don't care because they give us a new game mode. They do a rework to Iron Banner, and we're going to see it twice in the entire three month season long. I'm not thrilled that, for one, that the rotating, the Rift isn't going to be a rotator, even a rotator, until season 18. So somebody explain to me why this is two weeks in for the only piece of the season that this is in here. I got you, baby girl. Don't worry about it. Or is anybody is anybody on my team here of where you're not thrilled that this is only like Rift is in here two weeks in the entire season? No. No one's Ooh. on. No one. Let me hear kind it. Let of, me hear it. but I think that it's fine the way I think. I, okay, I, I wish Rift was at least a little bit more accessible, but especially for the first season, I'm fine with the way that they've laid it out. Okay, why? Okay, so first of all, it's gonna make it. It's gonna make Iron Banner extremely hyped. Like people, like especially with the rework, especially with the new game mode, especially with the loot, people are gonna be extremely excited to jump into Iron Banner, and the population is gonna be like way higher than anything we've seen in like a PvP mode in ages. So there's gonna be a ridiculous amount of hype around Iron Banner. Everyone's gonna want to go play it. Everyone's gonna want to go try the new mode. And if it was just like a common thing that happens, like you know, oh, you know, every couple of weeks we get to play Rift. You know, if it's if it's a more exclusive, more rare thing, it makes the hype so much more elevated, and it makes it so much more coveted to actually Distance play Iron Banner. Makes the heart grow fonder, Ivantos. Mm. If you yeah. get. Okay, Iron you don't think Banner three years every... of no new modes and no new maps is enough distance to grow fun? I, I hear you. <laughs> I hear <laughs> Come you. On. And, 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 Come on. It, it, I'm that, just that, the argument does kind of irk me, but I, I feel like <laughs> it is going to make it like really interesting and really like it's going to get a lot of people into the mode at the same time, which is going to be exciting. Yeah. I don't actually have a strong opinion in here. I just like seeing Ubantus get upset. Yeah, just seeing him upset. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have any strong opinion on this. Oh, yeah, I just did. I get you, E. I get you, E. I, I what do if get you were that. out of town for that week and then no, you weren't no, able get to get you. your Iron Lord until you. maybe then next I season? I would look in a mirror and say the word casual oh. and realize that maybe I should have prioritized my life a little better. Okay? Okay. 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 Yeah, man, you gotta, you gotta yeah. get your priorities straight. The Iron yeah. Lord is more important than your vacation. Oh, I gotta Come go on. see yeah. my family. I gotta, okay. I gotta right. cancel well, this. Play Iron Banner. I gotta okay. cancel these <laughs> these flights and these plane tickets because I gotta get this yeah. video game title. Yeah. Have you thought about having no life outside of Destiny? <laughs> casual. Listen, wow. man. Okay, I gotta ask Cog. Like, what if? When, what if this thing yeah, maybe well, takes you 20, 30 hours and you got a crazy schedule? If you can't get it in the two weeks, you can't even get Iron Lord and then season it comes out? Uh, I got an X screen. I got X cloud. <laughs> I got to make it happen somehow. But no, look, to, to your point, I understand where you're going with it. But it's kind of like, here's the thing. I remember in D1. Hey, come on. Let's take it back. Y'all. Let's all go to the time machine. Let's go back to D1. Hot tub style. I, re- I remember. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember when. It, they would make it rift or clash, right? And dudes would be like, it's this again. Like they would get frustrated 
that it wasn't consistently controlled, right? So I worry that the newness of Rift would wear off on more of a consistent cadence. Because let's be honest, even though we're, ha- I know, I know. I, I have an opinion. I, I have an yes, idea. Please, go, no, go, go, go. So why is it that we've had Iron Banner be controlled for like three years? They've already right. had the option to be like, hey, what do we have? Like four Iron Banners a season? Ballpark. Mm-hmm. Control, 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 clash, control, 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 mayhem. They already have the ability and have for a long time to mix it up. Why do you have to make it only two and rift? What if you had, you know, a control rift, control rift? You have the same cadence of them, but two of them were rift. But remember, they made the statement that they will never do Iron Banner and Trials again on the same week. So trial still has to exist on those off weeks based on the new cadence. I'm not saying you agree with it. But that's what they say. So the way I look at it is off-week trials, off-week Iron Banner, and then if they want the the live event that we all hate for the yeah, most part. Yeah, like the seasonal events, the stuff yeah. that everybody See, really is me, worried about. Where I meet you in the middle is on a seasonal event, I don't got no problem with it being there. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. just me. But they, they want to – it seems like they want to – differentiate each activity and give it this special feel. But I understand your point. If you look at it two weeks, yeah, that's rough. If you can't make it, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna suck. Like if you can't get get stuff done. I don't in a weird way, I don't feel as strongly as I thought I would feel huh. against it. I didn't think I was I, actually gonna be in the minority. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't really think I didn't really think it, it because let's be honest, bro, they've been killing Banner. Like, Banner was the Band-Aid for We Ain't Got I mean, No Content this season. That was the six-month <laughs> season. Real. I get that. That was the six-month right. season Band-Aid every so I get that. Mm-hmm. But now we're in a point where you got a little shorter story cadence. You got, like, four or five weeks, whatever it's going to be. It feels like maybe the season's longer. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, then what do you get for the rest of the season? You get, we're going to have a dungeon, which will be cool. But, you know, you're going right, to beat right. it. You're going to solo it. All those things will be a thing. And yeah, we're going to have the rotations for old raids, but I have my questions of the value of those anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's the idea of PvP has been asking for something for so mm-hmm. long. The map will be in rotation. We'll get to that in a second. But it's right. the idea that we get a new game mode and you get to see it for two weeks of an entire season. And one of the things in Jogoroth's long 21 segment TWAB was we're going to have multiple game modes next year. This is right. the first one we see and you get it twice. And that's just like, for me, I guess, Mm. I don't know. I would think the game mode would be at least in the rotator as well. Some, Mm. I mean, I know they're trying to hype up Iron Banner, but I don't know. I guess we'll see how it goes. It's just to me, PVP has been asking for this for a while and it didn't feel like enough, but maybe I'm in the minority. Maybe people are going to be happy for the hype and it's going to blow up the playlist. Who knows? And I I see where you're going. The only thing, the only counter I have is it is a week though. That's a Full reset, like you seven days. You you can't. There's not one day you could get on. I'm not like, saying that's, that's it, but I'm just saying you get one week, and maybe there's the dude who gets to play on Saturday. Okay, and that's just like when he gets to play Destiny. He's casual. He gets two okay. Saturdays an entire season to experience mm. Rift, and one's in week two, and in the next one six weeks later, and maybe he's busy that Saturday. I'm just right. like, no, I get what it's saying. just I get not what a giant window is my only thing, and I'm gonna like let it alone now because apparently I'm in the minority and it's fine. No, I was no, just no, like, I get what you're it's I just was kind of curious. So anyway, I, I call it. So we got, I, we I got do, a couple. I do hear you. I, I think PvP just needs more things in general. Like this one, this won't even be a conversation if they actually made more PvP content. Yeah, I was like, so. if it was just <laughs> like, hey, cool, new thing this season for PvP. It's like. 
That's the first time we've set, said that in, as you said, about a thousand days since we've said a new thing for PvP this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Rift should be cool, should be a fun game boat. I'll be very curious how it plays with the new sandboxes, the abilities. You got bubbles, you got overshields and super recharged. I'm going to be very curious how that all goes. So that'll be very interesting. Uh, is there anything you guys see with regards to picking up the orb and dunking it as being like an epic strategy? Is everybody going to run transversive steps to sprint faster? Like, is there a point where you guys see any anything already for Rift that we've got right now being advantageous to use like the first week out? Uh, blink? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I think but you can't I, I blink know. while carrying the orb. Well, I don't know. Is that going to be a thing? We'll see. I don't think it was. So right now it D1. says in D one. I I I vividly remember using uh, Twilight Garrison to dash around, and you know. Well, see, the difference was yeah. in D one. You would like almost go like third person. You would like hold the orb, wouldn't you? This one they say, yeah. yeah. The spark itself is a buff that allows full weapon and ability usage along usage aside from super. So you just won't be able to super, yeah. but abilities and weapons are in there. You can kill. Yeah, you can kill with it. You're you're also um, uh, way faster in D2, which I think is a problem with this mode, especially on the existing maps. So I'll be interested to see how they solve that because it could end up being way too easy to score and not require enough strategy, especially since it's a buff. What is it buff? I, I no, it's, no, it's just going to show as like a like on the bottom left hand corner. It's just going to show Got like it. the so little. So it's not an actual buff. Yeah. buff. It's, it's just, just going to say like rift so. holder or something. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about the Rift Holder being able to shoot. Yeah. I kind of missed the, like, the rugby, you know, touchdown. You're holding the ball and you got to like, get, like... assembly line, everybody hold me yeah. down. I kind of missed that. I don't know how I feel about that just yet with, 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 with the you know, Rift Holder being able to kind of do everything a normal Guardian can do except super. You know, I don't know if that's a stiff enough pedal. I don't know. It just felt weird. Because I kind of like, like, yo, hold me down so I can get it across the five goal, you know, this yard line. And just <laughs> yeah. moving that ball. You know, I yeah. miss that aspect of it. And then you, you do, know? like, the, the backflip dunking it in the yes, rift in third person. That was so cool. So yeah, cool. So, I don't know. I, I'm sure they've I'm sure they've play tested and come up with a system that at least works pretty well. So we'll, we'll have to mm. see. I, I, I do hear your point. Sinister I just agree, said it in chat that we'll Eager, Eager's Edge is probably going to have to get uh, turned off for that. Oh, word. I, I didn't even think about that. about that. Yeah, that sword. If you if you pick up heavy sword and be like, flying, all right, I got bro. heavy. I'm going to <laughs> just like fly over yeah, there. Yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely got to go. Uh, you can't hold the buff for too long. They did say that, so you'll have to. You won't be able to like camp and like hunker down. So it may be the idea of fighting, but that's kind of one of those things. If you get a couple people running with that like god to your player, and he's just like mowing people down with a couple support, I'll be. I don't know. I'll be curious to see how it plays. Because yeah, I'm with you. I miss the fact that like. You were the ball carrier and you needed help to get there. I did kind of like the team. The team had to be aspect. There. Yeah. We'll see. But this is just like Slayer in a way. You, know I mean? you just pick up a thing and, okay, you're glowing. But all right, we'll see. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be fair and pl- wait to play it and see it first. Uh, the other piece who gets a new map. So this is, the, this is the thousand year or the thousand year wait. No, thousand day wait. Uh, Feels like it. Yeah. The map is called Disjunction. It is a symmetrical map with a base on either end, three lanes with plenty of crossovers. They said it's got lanes for short, medium, and long-range style combat. And it is a it is one of our largest maps yet, they state. So with regards, as you guys were saying, if it's built for Rift, 
Yep, sounds like it. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's built for Rift specifically because it is longer, as you guys said, the range to cover. And you're not going to have Rift on Anomaly, for example. That would be just ridiculous. Unless the... Unless the thing that you have to dunk is on the rotating platforms, that would be hilarious to try and see people dunk on the middle of Anomaly. But do you think this map will be able to come up outside of Rift? Or do you think it will be a Rift-only map, a.k.a. we're not actually getting a new map? It's going to be available. No, I think it would it's, be So they actually stated, Disjunction will be available day one of Season 17 for all 6v6, 3v3, and free-for-all modes in Crucible, as well as Iron Banner. So the map is... In the mix, everywhere. So you're good to go there. They're cool. not limiting it to Rift. So we'll get to experiencing it. But Iron Banner's week two, so Rift is going to be kicked off pretty quick as well. Mm-hmm. Noise. Shout out to That's a awesome. thematic map for the season. I know. We actually got a Isn't map. that like a great we thing? We got like, a pyramid ship map. Like it's, mm-hmm. it matches what's going on. And like, wow. <laughs> where where was just, that with Europa? Say, yeah, right? After almost three years, I'm just... I mean, I know Lord Shax was dealing with supply chain issues, as we all were. Um, but I'm just glad he was able to overcome that and get a yeah. new map out the door. I'm just... He finally got a shipment. It's been delayed for so long. Finally they got finally it, got the, the microchips they were waiting for. They finally got them. Yeah, they mm-hmm. needed the microchips to make the map. Uh, they've got some other crucible changes. Uh, they basically state... What was... Oh, for like zone control, they're going to bring that one back um, as well as kind of a thing. So they say that's going to be all about the time that you have capping the zones versus the actual kills. So it's all about the objective play, which might make people better at capping the zones as opposed to be like, hey, here's the zone we need to capture. Why are you running away? Happens all the time. (laughs) Uh, Elimination. That one's basically going to match the respawn time of trials. Control is going to be the team gains one point per participant when capturing a zone rather than the flat one point. So now if you got six people, you're going to get six when you actually cap a point. So they seem to be leaning a little more into objective play, which is probably not a bad thing. Uh, rumble, the time limit's been increased to 10 minutes. I don't know if I've ever had a rumble match go to time, because usually there's one person kicking everybody's butt really fast. So I don't know why that's necessary, but maybe. <laughs> uh, Mayhem, points for super kills are increased to three. Total score is up to 200, but they decrease the time. Mayhem's just fun. Rook said it in chat. I with Mayhem was just around, because it's one of my favorite ways to just like, oh, absolute chaos. Let me go have fun for a little while. I love Mayhem just to go goof off for a bit. I just wish it was there. Always. Uh, Gambit's doing some reputation changes, which I don't need to spend too much time on that. So that's just going to get updated. They are updating the streak system. Which sounds more convoluted than it has to be, which is just weird. Like, why? why? this is? But the idea is, if you spend, like, all your time in Crucible and you go do, like, hey, your friends want to run one strike... It's not going to completely kill your crucible streak. It's going right. to take it down one. Mm-hmm. But if you do like one strike and then one crucible match and then one of the other, then yeah, you're going to be in a bit of a mess. But the idea is like if you take a break for one thing and you come back, you only have lost one streak. So it's probably better. Also, grandmasters are going to have rejoin. If you do get error coded, that's God forbid, probably a good thing. Um, they also have a giant cosplay thing coming on Jan- July 7th, which is going to be Bungie Day. So we'll see more about that um, over the summer. But they've got some really high-end cosplayers going basically full send for some cool stuff. So I'll be very curious what they do. But that is most of the TWAB outside of some little random stuff. Um, So I kind of wanted to ask you guys, as most people are thinking Solar 3.0, we got Iron Banner coming. And then Shadow, you're kind of the first one. As you do mostly PvP generally, where did you... 
did you enjoy the season of the risen? Did you play it that much or do you just like knock it out and leave it? Are you excited for the story lore or is that anything that really like gets you going for the next season? Um, I'm not super into the lore. I don't know much about it. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I think I, I would like to get into it a little bit more in the future and just like with PV in general, I feel like I've kind of neglected it a little bit and it's, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't give it enough credit. Um, but overall, I, I am definitely more PvP fo focused, so I'm excited for the PvP stuff that's coming. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. Gentlemen, what about you guys? What do you... Because I'm guessing the cadence next week is going to be Monday or Tuesday, like teaser, 20 second, 30 second little Twitter teaser. Then Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever the next day is, we get the full trailer. Day after that or same day, if like Wednesday is going to be the website reveal... Thursday is going to be the giant twab, maybe telling us about Solo 3.0. Maybe there's a tease about the story. Where are you guys at with regards to season 17 for just like hype level? Are you excited for it? Is any of this getting you ready? You're just like, you've got to wait until next week and then you're going to be hype train full send. Where are you guys at? I think it didn't hit me yet that, um, you know, it's, it's, I don't, I don't feel this is a weird season for me because I guess I was so wrapped up with Witch Queen that like, you know, Season of the Risen was kind of like an afterthought, but it was cool. And then we kind of wrapped up quick. So it just feels like, oh, wow, we're ready for the new season. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just a weird thing where I felt like for the first time, I, I know what it is. It's coming off of the last season and how long that was. That's fair. So I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, this is how it used to be. Like before, we, what, how long was the drought with um Season of the Lost? It was a six-month long season, but it was a three-month oh. extra push. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. So I forgot, like, oh, yeah, this is the cadence now. So now I'm like, oh, I got to get back in there, finish up some things I got to do. But, yeah, I'm ready. I want to see how, where the marketing goes. I want to see what we're doing, you know, as far as, you know, are we finally getting this Rasputin situation? What we, what, what's going on? What's going on in the, it, it, in my opinion, the smaller sub story that's going to hold off the major story, even though we want the major story. Yeah. We ain't getting that. <laughs> like, we we going to get some in the corner, secluded, self-contained, in a bay something or whoever something and, and figure that out. But, um, yeah, I, I am excited. I want to see the marketing. They always do a great job with that. I want to see what the trailer hit. And then, obviously, which of the 3.0s we getting, whether it be solar and how is it going to affect and do I have to dust off some solar legendaries to synergize with, uh, you know, some of this new stuff? So that's where I'm at with it. And that stuff is always exciting to me. So, yeah, I'm ready. Travis, where are you at? Trav? Are you kind of even keel um, until next week? Yeah, I mean, I, I I tend to not really have time to get that hyped these days because I'm always busy with stuff. And I'm as you guys, as we talked about before the show, uh, I'm always excited when games get delayed because <laughs> I'm trying to catch up constantly. Um, but uh I would say probably Solar 3.0 is the thing I'm most excited about that we know about right now. And uh, the, But the thing I'm always most excited about with new seasons, new content drops, is the stuff I don't know about yet. So I hope that they surprise us in some cool way that I'm not expecting. That's honestly what I'm always here for. So hopefully they'll do something new and not just give us a six-person matchmade activity that makes me want to die. That's my hope. Uh, yeah, no, that's probably fair. It's, yeah. I, I'm at the point to where I know when the trailer drops, the hype's going to go. We all know Bungie makes damn good trailers. The marketing team, the capture team who puts those together, who gets those shots, they do a really, really good job. Even with the Guardian Games trailer, you see him get those little, like, 
they're very good at what they do for marketing. So I know the hype's going to be there. I think I'm with Travis where I'm looking for that one thing that I don't expect. We expect a subclass. We expect, you know, a four to five week story. If they do a longer one, as long as it's, you know, not dragged out, it feel, you know, feels good. And the big question as usual is going to be the activity. I mean, how many different ways are we going to shoot the shoot the enemies in the face this this season type thing? Because we know that's what we do. But again, is there going to be a little mix up to it? And that's, I think, probably the exciting point is I know the Bungie devs on Twitter have been very excited about the narrative. And I'm very curious what their hype Bungie yelling. I'm so excited for you guys to see the narrative tweets are all about because I haven't seen the narrative team be this pumped and this vocal theoretically on Twitter in quite a long time. And I'm curious as to why, because either they're bringing a character up. That's going to be, you know, a huge lead into Lightfall. They're bringing, you know, some character interaction that's going to happen. There's like a big moment. That's the stuff that I'm curious to see because we, (coughs) we know all the things around the systems are going to be there. We know we're going to be playing the playlists more than we probably prefer to. We're going to have to do a little bit of pinnacle grinding. That stuff's there. I'm pumped for the dungeon. I know I'm getting a dungeon, so it's going to be figuring it out. But it's the the story surprise, and then hopefully one more surprise that we get in the season. I'm curious to see what they do. But Witch Queen was very good. Risen actually wasn't a dumpster of a season to go with Witch Queen, because no, we've had questionable seasons with expansions yeah. the last couple, and this is the first yep. time they both hit. And I think yeah. that's where, with this momentum going into... You know, this year, I think this season is going to hopefully tell us a lot about what this year looks like for Destiny. Because year five started off well. Now, can it keep it going? Yep. I agree. I, I, I agree with your point, though. To see them that excited about the next season is very interesting. Usually they don't get that level of hype unless it's an expansion. And to see them like so clearly there's some story beats that they're excited, you know, to, to get into. So, yeah, we'll see what's up, man. Yep. Um. But yeah, that's mostly all I got. Man, Shadow, it has been an absolute pleasure having you with us tonight. Thank you so much for taking the time out. I know schedules can get busy and things. We appreciate the carving out the two hours in your evening for us. But at this point, basically what I want to do is extend the floor to you. Tell everybody where to find you, what you got cooking, if you got a big video in the works, because you have an insanely large channel for not that many videos. So everyone's a banger. So if you got an idea what... (laughs) what the next one is cooking, you know, what we can look forward to from you. But basically, where can they find you? What can they expect? And please, everybody, go follow him. Watch his content. And if you want to be a better Crucible player, he is one of the better people who are going to make you think differently about the game. But now the floor is yours. Yeah, so yeah, thank you so much for having me on. It was good talking with all you guys. Um, So the next video I'm working on is that basically I went through the entire history of the game since like Destiny 1 all the way up to current and found like the most the most hated and the most like despised things that have ever happened. Ah. And I'm basically making a video about all of those things. Um, so that's, that's going to be my, my next one. one I have mask a has few... to be in there. Oh, it's literally the thumbnail. Yeah. So I have a few more big ideas on the horizon, but we'll have to see how that goes with the whole new season. I, I did mention previously, um, about my sniper rifle tier list i'm probably going to do yeah. that again soon um but yeah I, i'm excited um so you can you can find me on youtube and twitch uh shadow destiny and then yeah. my twitter and instagram is ltz shadow yeah salute shadow nice. destiny man 
killed it, man. I love love what you did. Brought a lot of energy. Great, fresh takes, spicy takes. I like that. <laughs> love the Thanks, content, dude. man. Yeah, it's really cool, unique. I like the MythBuster stuff. That was dope. Dude, that too. video like, went insane. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you killed that. It just I like you, you have a very unique approach to your Destiny content. So I'm looking forward to the to the most hated stuff. I want to see Prometheus Lens in there. I want to see um, the Reign of the Lord of Wolves. That was that was a tough time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And even though Lord of Wolves was one of my favorites, but you know, I'm dying to see what you got in there. But I salute yeah. to you for pulling up, coming through. A lot, lot of fun, man. Trav, anything for I guess? Uh, yeah. Um, you can read my uh, review of Trek Diomi, uh, which went live last week. Or watch the video like Cog did. I, I do I do agree, Cog. I think it was one of my better. It's one of your best. It was very good. I like to Fantastic. think I'm getting better. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this week I'm working on um, Evil Dead, the game, as I as I mentioned, um, which I think comes out tomorrow. So we got late review codes, but I'm going to try to have it by end of next week. Um, and other than that, you can see a bunch of content I'm making. I made a Destiny raid guide. If you still haven't done a Vow of the Disciple, I think my guide's pretty okay. Uh, first first piece of content I've worked on and anything like that. And then I've got some previews of games I can't talk about, but you can read all my stuff on IGN.com. Uh, you can watch me argue with a uh, uh, a lawyer, uh, Ains, an industry veteran, and a uh, puppet's corpse come to life named Dan. Um, and, <laughs> Dan, always uh, get it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's on the BitCast show. And uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Travis if you, or you know what, add me on Xbox Live, PlayStation, uh, also Travis. I'll, I'll play with some people. I try to play with the community every once in a while when I have time. So uh, hit me up for that. And uh, yeah, love you guys. Still looking forward to GCX, even though yes. uh, it's going to be one of the most stressful weeks of my life. But uh, you know. Uh, so. I'm feeling for you on that, bro. We're going to talk. Yeah. We got to talk. Yeah. We got to talk. Um, but. No, honestly, uh, real quick, thank you for the super chat. Rel, a spider dies and comes back as a guardian. That would be quite a trick. There's rumors <laughs> of what he's doing right now, but yeah, that would be. They, they can do some crazy stuff. We'll have to see. But uh, no, I just want to say thank you, Shadow, again for taking the time. Awesome guest. Um, thank you for working our way through the world of the skill-based matchmaking discussion. Didn't mean to get <laughs> Thanks quite... for having me. Oh, no. Happy to have. That's, I mean, that's honestly what I would love to have, like, a civil discussion of, like, let me get some, like, all the different mindsets about skill base. I'd love to get, like, high-level PvP players on both sides just to have that debate back and forth and just to see. But it's, like, it's good to get the reasoning as to why and kind of the debates going back and forth. And that's why we're here is, like, if we can't have civil discussion, then we're kind of missing out on all of this. And that was um, one thing that we were talking about before as well is, you know, we're missing the idea to have, like, discourse. And differing opinions and stuff like that. And that's a good thing that we're always capable of having here, which I'm happy to see. So just wanted to thank you for coming on. And yeah, your your content is fantastic. So keep doing what you're doing and just ride that rocket ship as high as it goes, because you're definitely going nowhere but up. Thank you again. Appreciate it. Well, chat, thank you guys for being here. Chat has been on absolute fire tonight. If you guys are missing the, if you're not watching the show live, we always do this live on my YouTube channel, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern on Thursday nights. Um, Next week, we're going to have another PvP-focused gentleman, Castle, coming on. So we've got um, another interesting discussion. And next week's also going to be massive hype for, well, season 17. We're going to have a lot to talk about for sure. So that will definitely be coming up. And then we are getting close to 200 and I'm working on something fun for 200. We'll see if it can come together. But either way, 
You guys have been here for a lot of episodes and I just want to thank you guys. So anyways, if you want to drop likes on the video podcast, if you want to on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen on audio, leave, you know, the high reviews to help us. The more ears that can see us, the better this goes. So thank you very much. Um, I just appreciate all of you guys, my hosts and the guests. Thank you for making this another awesome episode. So for this episode for May 12th, thank you guys for all being here at number 196. And one quick super chat right in the end. Chris, can we please get first curse back? I forgot that thing existed. First curse. Wow. All right. Well, as we wrap this thing up, thank you guys very much. And for this episode, it has been... The The Last last word. Word.